It's time for the DWS Little League Matchup of the Week on News Talk 1400 WDWS. Tonight's matchup is brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank of Champaign-Urbana. Get what you want out of life. The Pella Window Store, proudly supplying Pella windows and doors for more than 50 years to East Central Illinois. And by Champagne Jewelers. No one does diamonds like Champagne Jewelers. Tonight's game can be heard live on your radio on 1400 AM or at our website, WDWS.com. And now, let's go to the field for tonight's game. Good evening from a beautiful Zon Park here for CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball on News Talk 1400. Welcome out to the 13 and under championship game here tonight between Max Twin City Recycling and Virtual Advisor. Evan Kahn alongside Michael Kaiser for this one. Six innings to decide a champion for the 13 and under league. It was a league that was created this year because of the pandemic. The sun is shining. I don't see a cloud in the sky, Michael Kaiser, and it looks like these guys are are ready to go on the field. Yeah, it's uh, a, a, a warmish day, but uh, the warm weather is to come tomorrow, of course. But uh, 88 degrees right now. But, uh, you know, it's it's a really nice night. No rain in the forecast. We get the championship game in. Usually we're at Zon Park. We're at the field to our left. Yes. Uh, but we're here tonight uh, at the field that's right behind the Stevens Family YMCA. Uh, so we're to the south. To the south, yep. So yeah, I had to think for a second there. So we're uh, we're here at Zon Park though, and it's, it's a, it should be a, a great atmosphere. A lot of fans are here, a lot of family members are here, ready to go and to get this uh, championship game underway. It's the inaugural, as you mentioned, championship game for this for this age group, and they they just wanted to also provide more opportunities for families that maybe can't afford to get into the travel leagues as well. So it kind of it kind of was a twofold thing, and kind of worked out for them to be able to do that. So. We'll uh, see how this game goes tonight, and then we'll be back here next week for the championship game for the Suited League. Yeah, we'll set up all that in the scene after this. we got to take a quick break, and then we're underway. The 13U Championship from Zon Park. You're listening to Little League Baseball on DWS. We're ready to go for the 13 and under championship of the CU Kiwanis Little League here on Newstalk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Evan Kahn, Michael Kaiser, Max Twin City Recycling is preparing to bat. They look ready to go. Virtual Advisor is the home team. They're ready in the field as well. Up to bat leading off for Max will be David Hooper, followed by Shannon Earhart, excuse me, and Ian Weber, if anyone reaches Mark Johnson. We'll get the rest of the lineup as we move along. Looks like the starting pitcher for virtual advisor, auditor, that is, as we have a typo. I'm glad that we got that checked out before we got going. I don't know. We'll we'll get a double check on on virtual's second name to their team name as we get the throw down to second. As I was saying, Bryce is the starting pitcher for virtual. He is a southpaw, a a tall lefty on the mound for this 13U championship. David Hooper, the right-handed batter, steps to the plate for Max. Everybody ready to go. First pitch, 6.03, and it's a ball low from Bryce in the dirt. Starting temperature, ooh, it's a balmy 90 degrees, but the breeze is coming through, and we love being at the ballpark. Bryce has said again, fires a fastball in there for a called strike, evening it up at 1-1. One and one. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot more foul territory here on this field at Zon Park than the one again to our left. Uh, 
So just uh, maybe see that comes into play a lot tonight because the lot of space that the balls get back to where we are, and which easily allow it will allow runners to advance. Yeah, the one and one pitch was in the dirt, two and one. That's something that we've seen a lot in the twelve and under league, and I assume the same as in the thirteen and under league. If guys reach base, they're going to be looking to take the next base as a high fastball gets a swing and miss. Even it up at two and two. Bryce looks like he's got some heat on his fastball, but yeah, a very nice field out here at Zon Park. Similar but slightly different, the north and south field as we're here at the south. The two-two from Bryce swung on and missed strike three. First out of the ball game comes via the strikeout for Bryce, and next to the plate is Shannon Earhart. It's a good start to the game on the mound. Get this thing going here for virtual and Starting the game with the strikeout, gets it done. Uh, Right-handed batter, Earhart's going to take one in the dirt for a ball. Max wearing the green unis. Uh, I think what this is going on, I, I know that we didn't have CU Qantas Little League last summer, so three years now that, that they've had the camo sleeves mm -hmm. yeah. with the with the solid chest color, and those always look good. The 1-0 and o is swung on a miss, evening up at 1-1. One and one. Bryce to Earhart, but Max is in the green, and we have virtual in the red, and they've got the, the gray camo on the sleeves. Looks great. Earhart comes to bat. He's got the orange bat and the orange helmet, and he's going to take a ball outside, getting ahead two and one. Yeah, that, that breeze is uh, wreaking havoc on our table here. Some <laughs> of the papers are trying to flip through things to find different notes and things. I'm having to hold them down more than looking at them. We might need a binder out here as the 2-1 pitch <laughs> bounces in the dirt. 3-1 and one now to Earhart. One out here in the top of the first, the 13 and under championship. Uh, no numbers, by the way, for Max. If I remember hearing right, none of the jerseys came with numbers this year. And, and as the season's gone along, some teams have added the jersey numbers as the 3-1 pitch gets away for ball four. So Earhart's going to take first base. So it looks like Virtual has the numbers, but Max, they don't have any numbers. So bear with us as we try to figure out who is playing where. Thankfully, the, the coaches from both teams have supplied us with plenty of information and lineups. So hopefully we can keep things straight as Ian Weber, another right-handed batter for Max, comes to the plate. Earhart at first, one out here in the top of the first. No score yet as the lefty Bryce for virtual gets set. He fires runners going on the pitch. The throw not in time, and it's going to get away from the fielders, but no more advance. So taking second on the ball is Earhart. 1-0 count at the plate for Ian Weber. Looks like Weber is going to be our starting pitcher for Max whenever they take the field in the bottom half of the first. Bryce Clark, uh, you know, the, the, in our game notes we got here, he's uh, 13 years old, goes to Edison, but he's the only left-handed player of virtual. Yeah, as we, we take a, a peek around the field, a, a couple players on the bench, but all other eight players in the field are right-handed. The southpaw, Bryce, brings the 1-0 a little high for a ball 2-0. Yeah, it's, it's unique. I, we did a game last week, and I think each team had one left-handed batter. I don't recall any left-handed throwers. So got to give some love to the lefties as Bryce is 2-0. is going to miss outside. Going from second to third on the throw is Earhart as the ball gets back to the screen. Runner at third now with only one away here in the top of the first. 
You've been to Dodger Stadium, the only one probably in our company that's even come close to that. Well, Brian Barnhart probably has from back in his days doing Angels games. But um, that's, there's a lot of foul territory there, if I remember correctly. And I, I feel like it's really going to come into play tonight. That's the, probably the most foul territory I've seen in, in any field that we've been to. Especially on the pass balls, even foul balls. We know that not a lot of them hit into foul territory go very far, so some guys might be able to snag some outs as the 2-0 pitch missed high for a ball. 3-0 and now to Ian Weber, right-handed batter for Max. Bryce comes set, and he fires strike. Getting back into the count, 3-1 and now. Bryce Clark, the left-handed starting pitcher for Virtual got a strikeout for the first batter, allowed a free pass for the second one, looking to get the guy at the plate here. Swing and a miss, strike two. No, strike three. Missed a pitch in there, and he sets him down on strikes. Needed that with the runner at third, now two away here in the top of the first. Both via the strikeout, swinging and missing variety. He's really throwing the heat in there when he needs to, and just really locating it just in the spots he needs it. have it. Got the heat, and guys are having trouble catching up to it. There he goes, getting ahead with the first pitch strike right down the middle. 0-1 to Mark Johnson, tall right-handed hitter, slated to play shortstop when he takes defense in the bottom of the first. The 0-1 pitch to him, misses high, 1-1. Not to be confused with the former Illini wrestling coach, Mark Johnson, who yes. now runs the Stevens family in Larkin's <laughs> Place YMCA. Uh, what are the odds? <laughs> Said to throw there. Mark is a terrific guy. Really nice guy to be around. And the younger Mark Johnson grounds <laughs> it to the first baseman. He'll step on the bag unassisted. So Max leaves one. They score none. Virtual coming up in the bottom half. You're listening to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball on DWS. Back at Zahn Park for the bottom of the first of this 13 and under championship game for CU Kiwanis Little League. Virtual up to bat after they sat down Max without scoring in the top half of the first. Due up for Virtual, we're working on last names. Uh, Nathan, Garen, and Ben R. We've got a, a pair of Bens here on Virtual who comes in as the one seed to this championship game. If Anybody reaches Brockton will be the cleanup hitter. So we will see what is in store for virtual. I was told came into the game nine and four. Again, this league was created this year just in CU for those guys that, that missed out on an opportunity to play last summer. So they played basically round robin all year long against the, the same couple teams. They know each other very well. I'm sure they, they've got a, a book on about every starter that we'll see here tonight. So maybe lends itself to some offense, although we saw some good pitching there by uh, Bryce Hopper in the first inning. So we'll see what Max has up here as Ian Weber, right-handed batter in the first inning, right-handed pitcher here in the bottom half for Max. Virtual up to bat. Nathan digs in from the right side, and he'll take a ball high, 1-0. and We'll see who can strike first. You mean a championship game. Uh, sometimes there's some jitters involved with that, so we'll see who kind of calms down first. And you know, I've had a streak here of home runs in games I've been calling the last few weeks, so we'll see. But it's is that three fifteen to center? Yeah, we've got a, a big field here at the north or the south field as we confuse our directions in there for a called strike, evening up one and one from Weber to 
Nathan. Uh, yeah, it looks like it, it's 265 to the gaps, 315 to dead center. This is a, a, a good size junior high field. Maybe even, you know, some JV fields play this size. Uh, as Nathan fouls that one off to the right side to move it to one and two. But the, the wind is lending itself to the stacked up right-handed hitters as it's mm -hmm. blowing out towards left. So maybe somebody gets a, a hold of it and we can see something fly. Hopefully not too far towards the, the cars in the YMCA over there. The one and two pitch misses just high for a ball. So Weber evens up two and two against the leadoff hitter for virtual. And this would be Nathan. We're still trying to secure his last name. Working on last names. He grounds that one up the middle for a base hit. Nice piece of hitting with two strikes. Gets it right past the pitcher's mound into center field. So Virtual's got themselves a leadoff base runner here in the home half of the first. Garen up to bat second. Right-hander Garen Barker, that is. As the parents supplied us with information sheets as we put the info with the lineups. It's a, it's a puzzle, and we're going to solve it as this game goes along. Runner at first, nobody out as he checks on the runner at first. I, what about a Rubik's Cube, maybe? <laughs> I I don't know. Did you happen to catch it in the top half of the first, Michael? Looks like the runners are allowed to get a lead in this. They, they Yeah, they are. They've been doing that all season long. I've done a couple of their games, and uh, I've seen it in the suited league as well this year, which is usually the previous years huh. that we've done it. They, wasn't, they weren't allowed to have a lead, so I'm not sure – Base, uh, I didn't measure. I didn't bring out my, my tape measure today, but the bases do look a little longer, uh, you know, with the older age group. Maybe they are playing junior high regulations, which I think play at 70-foot bases. Is the 1-0 pitch to Garen Barker missed high for a ball. 2-0, righty to righty. Ian Weber on the mound for Max. His next pitch hits hit off the hands back behind home plate. Foul, so we'll try it at... Two and one. Literally off the hands. I thought he might have got that one off the handle and metaphorically off the hands, but it looks like Garen Barker physically took that off of his hands as he's a little shaken up on that one. The rubber for the 13U league that we've been covering is supposed to be 50 to seven, 50 feet from rubber to home plate and 70 feet for the bases, ah. from base to base. The level below is 47 feet from the rubber and 60 okay. uh, for the base pass. And that checks out, and maybe that makes sense why mm -hmm. we're, we're on this field. Maybe that field's not suited for, for the, this the bigger league, bases yep. exactly. and, and the bigger mounds. So either way, great park, great ball fields out here as we're – oh, man, I, I didn't bring my compass either. You know, if you know where Zahn Park is, if not, you know, you can you can Google it. It's a it's a really good Google if you, you want to come out here. But we're trying to figure out what's going on. We Did know he, what's going on. Garen Barker's – yeah, when he when he fouled it physically off of his hand, he, he got shaken up, and uh, we're just taking a, a brief injury timeout. Nathan's down at first, two one at the plate. Nobody out here in the bottom of the first of this thirteen and under championship game for CU Qantas Little League, and the the umpire who is courtesy gave us the courtesy of giving us his name before the game. C.R. Black, he's making sure that, that the, the batter, Garen Barker, is good to go. He's chatting with him, chatting with the catcher, taps him on the head. Looks like we're all good to go. So we'll reset it again. Two and one here to Barker. Lead off of first for Nathan. 
The pitcher for Max comes set, squares to bunt. Did he pull it back? Maybe. Runner headed towards second. The throw, not in time. Good throw. Just a little late. Speedy Nathan stealing second. It looks like he did offer on the bunt there. So two balls, two strikes at the plate to Garen Barker. Weber working out of the stretch, and he's going to throw back towards second. The ball gets away into center field, so Nathan moves up to third on that. So Virtual's got a runner 70 feet away from the first run here in this game. I'm seeing a trend here tonight with some okay. of the shoots I've looked at so far. It's either Cubs and Javier Baez, and this one, this is Garen Barker, uh, Edison student, 13 years old. Favorite player is Rizzo and Bryant. Are you saying there's a lot of Cubs fans yeah, on, on both of these teams? It's really we've, unfortunate. We've had uh, fans of the Rays, the Padres this year as he lines that one foul off to the right side. We'll try it again at 2-2. Two and two. Fans uh, of teams all over the place. Uh, I, I don't fault anybody for, for who they root for. Of course, I side with the Cubs as they're underway in New York tonight. But they got to win a game there this week? Or? That would be nice. They got well, Chris, like the Cardinals. They got Chris Bryant back in the lineup today after he missed yesterday. Javi Baez is back in the lineup. Looks like the umpires are having a little powwow. We, we have three umpires here for the championship game. I don't know how many games I've seen with three umpires with the two base umpires shifting depending on where the runners are. So should be a, a, a good called game. So whatever they were discussing has been worked out. I saw the umpire down the third base line holding up two fingers when he came to talk to the umpire. I think he's trying to make sure he's on the same page because uh, we don't have the, ball, the balls and strikes count. Yeah. Do we? Man, Looks like up. off to the side. The 2-2 two two gets away. Here comes Nathan to the plate. The ball kicks back. The throw, not in time. Just a little bit late. Got a good kick on the carom from the backstop here, but it wasn't in time. Nathan Speedy takes second, takes third, comes home on the passed ball, and that's a one to nothing lead with nobody out here in the bottom of the first for virtual. And with that, it was a ball four, so... Maybe we were working out the, the ball as, as well, and it yep. looks like it was a, a full count there. So ball four gets away. Barker heads down to first. Still nobody out here in this championship game. Next to bat will be Ben R. We have Ben L. coming up. We'll get the rest of his last name as people guess the correct letters. Uh, we, we're going to play hangman here. You don't see it as we're doing this on radio. First pitch to Ben is high for a ball. Throw to second on the steal. Not in time. Looks like Garen was able to get under the tag there with the slide. Was called strike at the plate. So 0-1, another runner in scoring position for virtual. Nobody out. Ben R, our first left-handed batter of the evening. Digs in. The 0-1 misses high for a ball 1-1. One one. Ian Weber working primarily out of the stretch here as he's had somebody on base most of the time as his 1-1 pitch misses outside for a ball 2-1.
Slight lead off of second for Garen Barker in the 2-1. He takes off for third. The throw down there, not in time there either. So Barker is now 70 feet away, just one base from being the second run here in the bottom of the first. 2-1 at the plate to Ben R. Weber shakes off the sign, gets the pitch that he wants. He fires home. Looks like a breaking pitch that was fouled down the left field line, and it's going to get out of play. Two balls, two strikes, one to nothing. Our score here in the bottom of the first. Looking for a big strikeout here is Ian Weber, right-hander for Max. As he's going to throw towards third, the ball is gets away to the fence, and, and Barker is going to come on home without a throw. That's run number two here, two to nothing in the bottom of the first. Ben Raffato is up the bat. Raffato. Nathan Piercy was our leadoff hitter. Apologize for that. I finally found his bio sheet. That's all right. We play six innings here, and it's only the bottom of the first. The count is two and two at the plate. We have another discussion between the, the coaches and the umpire this time. Lots of conversation. So nobody on base. Weber back to the windup, can focus on the batter. The 2-2 pitch is uh, another breaking pitch. That is three and two, and it, it was a ball high. So that's ball four. So we've had a single and a run score with Nathan Piercy. Garen Barker walked and scored. Now Ben Raffato has also walked. So two walks out of the first three hitters. Not how you want to start things here in a championship game for Ian Weber. Just, but again, jitters could be coming into play and just trying to settle things down and find that strike zone. And unfortunately for Ian, found himself down a couple of runs here before he's been able to do so. The runner is going with the pitch in there for a strike. The throw, the tag. Oh, it looked like it was in time, but the ball got away from the second baseman. The throw into third, and that one gets to the fence. Here he comes home. Ben Raffato with the slide, and he scores. Three to nothing. Just kind of a, didn't have the backup there in the right spot there behind second base on the throw down to second, trying to get uh, Ben Raffato on an attempted steal there. Got into center field just enough for Ben to go over to third base, and they tried to get him at third. And it kind of was the throw was kind of the same spot he was sliding, so really difficult uh, you know, play to try to catch the ball for Lucas Henderson down at third base for Max. So nobody on base now, three to nothing here in the bottom of the first at Zon Park. Our, our batter is Brockton. He's got an 0-1 after Weber's first pitch was right down the middle for a strike. But in a flurry of events led to another run scored. Weber goes back to the windup here. Nobody on base. 0-1 pitch from him is going to be high for a ball 2-0. and Brockton Parker, they say he's 12 and a half years old. Goes to Muhammad Junior High going into the seventh grade. Anthony Rizzo is his favorite player. Uh, a Muhammad kid playing in the, mm -hmm. the CU that, Little yeah. League is uh, one one pitch misses low for a ball, two and one. He plays the tenor saxophone. Okay. I never played an instrument when I was in school. No instruments, huh? No, I did not. Not even the recorder? 
I think you had to do that one. Okay. Yeah, I think I had to do that one. It turns like in a band. Like I was never in the band, school band. Right. The two one pitch in there at the letters Good for reference, a strike. Sorry, Rob. That's a great reference. By Every you. that's that's one thing that, that most <laughs> of us have a, a universal shared experience. That's playing the recorder in grade school. Check swing on the two two. Did he go? No, he did not go. We're both from small small towns. You're from Clinton, correct? Yes. No, just I'm from Pena, the city of roses. So you're. A little south, I'm a little west. Yeah, Still, is that considered central Illinois? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. all all central Illinois alum here as the 3-2 fouled off. No, swung on and mitts. Had a strange pop to the catcher's mitt there. Must have had some heat on that one from Ian Weber. So a big first strikeout here in the bottom of the first. Three to nothing, our score as Isaac comes to bat. Another right-handed batter, batter here for virtual Isaac. Huddleston. Broughton Parker that went down swinging there. Quick maneuvering there. Another Michael Kaiser to get the, the last name on call. Yep. Anthony Rizzo, another favorite of Isaac Huddleston. He's right. going to take a called strike one at the knees. The Riz got off to a slow start this season. I did just make up that nickname for him, too, by the way. <laughs> the Riz in the 0-1 here to the Huddleston is low for a ball, 1-1. One one. Had a home run last night, almost took DeGrom deep before he left the game. Wonder what's going to happen there. They Presume. say he's okay. Yeah, it's weird stuff it's up the there. It's the shoulder. It's a 1-1 one, one pitch that misses high for a ball, 2-1. Yeah, I was just discussing it as went up to, to Wrigley over the weekend. How DeGrom, every year, I, I was looking at his stats. He's made 30 starts a year for the last five years. But every year, he, he seems to have one of these nagging injuries. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it caught him last night. Mets were still able to beat the Cubs. As Huddleston's going to take one high for a ball there. Now 3-1 and one to the big right-handed hitter. Weber's 3-1's going to miss low and inside for a ball. So there's a walk to Huddleston as Virtual gets another base runner here with one out. The third walk of the inning. So there's been one hit and then three walks and then a strikeout. Three runs have come across for Virtual here in the first inning. Yeah, and it looks there's like the back of the jersey. Is it an auditor? My eyesight's not as good as yours. Virtual oh, well, auditor, I think so. It yes. does say auditor. Yes, virtual auditor officially. All right. I told you, it's only the bottom of the first, and we're getting all the names fig figured out. So, virtual auditor. Yeah, this this is not a, a major league team that has a communications PR staff. That <laughs> no, no, we're, we, we piece together what we can, but we're, we've got it now. Virtual auditor, 3 nothing lead here in this 13U championship of CU Qantas Little League as we've got a powwow on the mound for Max Twin City Recycling between the coach and the pitcher, Ian Weber, looks like the backstop is Shannon Earhart. So they look like they've come to a decision. They're ready to go again. Runner at first, one away here. The batter at the plate would be Sam. Sam wearing the number 40. That's Sam Alvarado, by the way. Alvarado. 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 Yep. Sam, And then also uh, his... The two siblings, Sam and Alex, both are Alvarado. So the Alex further down the line, ah. same last name. Love when we have brothers on the teams as he's going to take a called strike at the knees there. I've never seen the time at, uh, aspect on the scoreboard out there in right center field. It's just two zeros up there, so it's not an actual clock like, you know, huh. time wonder, of day. Wonder 
what that's used for. I wonder maybe they have a, a pitch count in, or a, a pitch, pitch clock in some leagues. Is <laughs> the 0-1 at the plate is Miss Lowe for a ball. Holding at first is our special pinch runner, Ben, who we were informed before the game, ooh, is the 1-1 pitch at the plate plunks Sam Alvarado. So he's going to get first base after he collects himself. That one hit hard somewhere in the midsection. So... We'll see what works there. Oh. It's never a. Oh, but back, yeah. So, so the clock could could they pop? No, it's only two two digits. So they couldn't possibly play any other league or, or some other sort of game. As it looks like Sam Alvarado is going to be all right as he trots down to first, gets a nice hand from the crowd here at Zon Park. So runners at first and second, Isaac Huddleston, the runner in scoring position, Sam Alvarado reaching on the hit by pitch down at first. Our starter, Bryce Hopper, the left-handed pitcher, the left-handed batter digs in, hoping to help himself already with the 3-0 lead as he watches one go by outside for a ball, getting ahead 1-0 here. Clark, see? I need to write this down. Bryce Clark tall. takes a ball outside, tall two and zero. There are so there are a lot of tall characters on, on both of these teams. I was not this big at thirteen. Swing and a miss. I never got very tall. <laughs> nice pitch there by 39. Ian Weber, getting back in it two and one. Yeah, they they. Especially the batter at the the plate here, Bryce Clark, and, and a couple others. They might even have some inches on me. I'm not fairly tall myself either. As the two one pitch to Clark is going to miss high for a ball three and one. First and second one away. Ball four at the plate. It's going to load them. Difficult first inning here for Ian Weber. For Max Twin City Recycling. Yeah, never really able to settle in. He He's had some good fastballs that have gotten over as it looks like that's going to be it for him on the mound. Looks like somebody's coming in from shortstop. Maybe that's Mark Johnson. He's going to take over on the mound. We'll give him a minute to get warmed up. Three to nothing, our score still the bottom of the first in this 13 and under CU Qantas Little League Championship game. Evan Kahn, Michael Kaiser along for the ride. Dave Leak taking care of things back at the radio center. Let's have him give us a minute. We'll come back and we'll get things going again here. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on DWS. New pitcher on the mound for Max Twin City Recycling, the tall right-hander Mark Johnson takes over for Ian Weber. Has a, a tall task with the bases juiced. Only one out here in the bottom of the first. His team trailing three to nothing here to virtual auditor. The batter now, Brandon Mosley, right-hander against right-hander. Big moment here in the game. And the first pitch from Johnson in there for a called strike. Really dangerous moment here for Max Twin City Recycling. The game could be really busted open here by Virtual Auditor and put this game away here in the first. Swing and a miss. Nice pitch working the inside. Now working the outside is Johnson. Quickly ahead, 0-2 here to Brandon Mosley. Still only one out. 
Only one away, digs in. That's low line down the right field line. Fair. One run comes around. Here comes Sam Alvarado, and that's going to be a double for Mosley. Two RBI, putting Virtual Auditor up 5-0. A two-run double there by Brandon Mosley. Really opening this game up here for Virtual. Just a great piece of hitting. Didn't really have to just loop it over the first baseman's head into the grass down the line. The right fielder had no chance to get there. Right fielder for Joshua Good for Max was too far off the line. They have any chance to get there to catch that one. At the very least, you know, the best he could have done was, you know, save one run because the sacrifice fly would have easily brought in a run as deep as he's playing out there. So right now Max with two more runners in scoring position. As far as defensively here, they're, now they're facing another base hit. Could make it 7 to nothing by virtual. So still a danger zone here for Max as they try to find a way to stay in this game here in the bottom of the first inning in this championship game for the 13U League. Yeah, Mark Johnson fired three strikes his th first three pitches. But when you come in with some runners inherited, you got to be even more careful and as you said, mostly just kind of hit it where they ain't, and with a, a couple guys in, in scoring position, we're good to go. Uh, they weren't, uh, it looks like the umpire wasn't a fan uh, of the batter using the other on-deck circle to get the read uh, of the right-handed pitcher. He's got to go back to his side as virtual Was he talking to somebody over there? the first baseline, maybe. He was near the dugout for Max. Oh, maybe. maybe. I've I, never seen that. Oh, swing and a miss at the plate. Nice pitch there from Johnson getting ahead. I don't, I don't think Have he was talking to anybody. I think he was just trying to get a, a view for yeah. for his at bat as he's got the new pitcher here. Not a whole lot. That one's chopped at the plate, but it's going to roll foul. Uh, I'm sorry, we have to bring this up. What I've never seen what's happening in Major League Baseball right now in, in the history of the sport. It's obviously already a record. The Arizona Diamondbacks have now lost their uh. 23rd straight road game, not 23rd straight game. They lost their 23rd straight road game. You know how hard it is to lose 23 games in a row on the road? Just You eventually fall into a victory Yeah, well, by accident that's, sometimes. Well, that's what you would think. And the last time that they were able to win on the road, it took seven no-hit innings from Madison Bumgarner. So maybe it's <laughs> it's not even luck. You, you just, you've got to figure it out on the road. Swing and a miss, strike three. There's the second out of the inning. Big strikeout from Mark Johnson. Still runners at second and third here in the bottom of the first. First. It's the longest road skid in MLB's modern era, which is since 1900. That's and, a little bit of time ago. And they, uh, they've they been talking about it for a while because they, they really haven't been playing good ball at home or on the road. And I just thought there's no way. Like you said, you luck into a win. But they ran into the Giants, the best team in the West. As the first pitch here to Logan Wade, right-handed batter for virtual auditor, misses outside for a ball. That's why some teams that lose well over 100 games like the Astros did when they tore it all down before they you know, started cheating to win the World Series. Um, Fly ball into left field. Doesn't look like anybody's going to get that. It drops into the gap. One run comes in. Here comes Mosley. He's going to trade places with Logan Wade. Two more runners plate. 7 nothing. Virtual Auditor climbing to a big lead here in the bottom of the first of this 13U championship game. That's just a great piece of hitting there, driving the left field, left center gap, left center field gap, and seven runs have come across now for Virtual here in the bottom of the first inning. But a lot of that's been centered around walks and a hit by pitch. But those two, there's been two two run doubles here in the bottom of the first inning, have been huge for Virtual Auditor. 
to in the stake after the seven to nothing lead, but it doesn't help they had the four walks and the one hit by pitch. So five batters have reached base without even hitting the baseball here for virtual. And when you do that, you put a lot of guys on, like the Cardinals pitching staff has done this season. You just walk guys repeatedly and hit guys repeatedly. All it takes is a couple of hits, and you're just you're down a lot early. We're going to turn the lineup over. First pitch in here to Nathan Piercely isn't is a ball. It looked like the the steal going to third was Wade. He's in there safely. It looked like it was in time, but umpire calls him safe. So auditors got a, a runner down. One played away from the eighth run here in the bottom of the first. We'll have uh, at some points during the game tonight. I know Ben Lee may have already ran the bases. He has a broken thumb. He suffered last week. Yep, he he ran in there. I believe that was for Bryce Clark after he got hit by a pitch. So he came around to score earlier. He's still getting to contribute, which is great to see. When you get an injury like that late in the season, you hate to see those kind of injuries where they can't hit. But at least he was still able to contribute to his team's success here tonight. Johnson set for the 0-2, misses high for a ball. I don't think that's the count, actually, as we've got some confusion with the board. This is the 11th batter of the inning. Announces 20 to nothing. Ground ball towards the shortstop, backhand, but it's off of the heel. That was a tough play there for the shortstop. It's going to get into left field. Wade comes in to score the eighth run here in the first inning. Eight-nothing virtual auditor has a lead. Piercy has two hits in the inning as the throw gets away, and he's going to get into second, but he's going to hold up shop there. ball gets away once again so Piercy's going to make his way up to third you can really sense the frustration setting in here for Max Twin City Recycling his spot on the first inning has just not gone their way uh, just a few miscues here and there and then some great pieces of hitting by Virtual Water to take advantage of the walks and the one hit by pitch and that's just what Virtual is doing right now they're just taking advantage of the what's been provided to them by Max and they're not missing the opportunity they're getting key hits with runners in scoring Squares position. to bunt and he Offers and misses 0-1. Barker walked his first time up earlier this inning, was able to come around and score. Piercy stands at third. He's going to hit that one off the end of the bat. Into foul territory over near first. Camps under it and makes the catch. There's Austin Ritter. One left, but not before virtual auditor plates eight. They lead 8 nothing after one. You're listening to the 13U Championship of CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball here on DWS. Max has their work cut out for them as we get ready for the top of the second here at Zahn Park. Eight to nothing, our score here in the 13U Championship Virtual Auditor came in as the one seed. They've got the lead over Max Twin City Recycling. Tough go of it on the mound, although when they were up to bat, they had some opportunities. Got a base runner, put a ball in play, so we'll see what they can do the second time up against Bryce Clark, the lefty for Virtual Auditor, who was bringing the heat in the first for himself, and he got two strikeouts swinging, but he did sit quite a while there as his team was able to play eight, so we'll see if he's able to find his groove once again. Up to bat here in this top of the second will be Austin Ritter, Lucas Henderson, and Malik Mosley, if anyone reaches Joshua Good will be the batter. As we said, eight runs scored in the first, and you you said 
in the bottom half that you could see the frustration. But the good news in baseball is you can take that frustration out on the baseball yes. on the offensive side. So hopefully they can come in here locked in on the offensive side and just start chipping away at that lead. And I think that's what you got to do in terms of trying to chip away at the lead is just do exactly that. Just chip away. You're not going to get eight runs in an inning, most likely. You know, it, it just virtual. You know, had a really successful inning there here in the bottom of the first, and most of the time you're not going to get a bunch of runs in one inning like that. It, it happens it, it, from time to time, but don't count on it happening to get back into this game. It's, it's only the second inning now. Get a couple runs here, a couple runs there, and just hold virtual down as a pitching staff, uh, and you can get back into this game with just in a few innings. Yeah, and they haven't even gotten back to the top of the order, and, and with – Clark being efficient with his pitches as he fires a first pitch strike in there to get ahead to Austin Ritter. They see him a, a couple times and they've got the platoon advantage. A lot of right-handed batters against the southpaw Clark. So should get some good looks as there was a breaking ball that broke right across the middle of the plate to the inside corner. Gets the swing and miss. Might have confused the catcher a little bit there for virtual auditor. That's Nathan Pierce who played it a uh, a couple or scored a run and drove in a run there in the bottom of the first. So quickly 0-2 here from Clark to Ritter. Left-handed pitcher, right-handed batter. Clark works exclusively out of the stretch and the pitch in there for a called strike three. So Bryce is Clark is off to where he left off basically in the top of the first inning. And you never know when, as you mentioned just a few moments ago, when you sit that long, your arm kind of cools down a little bit, although really not in this weather. But <laughs> it didn't, Yeah, it didn't look like it there. He painted the yep. outside corner for that one. Ritter was frozen, and he sat down on strikes. Lucas Henderson digging in from the right side. Again, he'll take one outside for a ball. So he's got ahead here. I think this might be the first hitter that's been ahead. The 1-0 pitch from Clark is in the dirt now 2-0. Should have mentioned that uh, Austin River goes to Holy Cross. He's going to be an eighth grader this come August. His favorite baseball player is Matt Carpenter. There you go. I knew we'd get a Cardinal fan in here yeah, somewhere. The 2-0 to Henderson is line foul towards the right side. 2-1. and one. Just a little late there on the fastball. Oh, when Austin comes back up, remind me to pull out his bio sheet. Oh, uh, yeah. We, we. I don't know if this interesting fact is acceptable or not. <laughs> I feel like this is breaking I, the rules. That's just a tease. We're not going to get into it now. Wow. You really work in the business there tonight, Michael <laughs> Kaiser, as the two ones uh. misses just inside to Henderson there. So good hitters count three and one here. One away in the top of the second, eight to nothing virtual leading max the 3-1 swung on and missed getting back into the count loading it up three and two Lucas uh, goes to Urbana middle school in the eighth grade his favorite baseball player is Marcel Ozuna also. is that a Cardinal fan who who liked Marcel when he was with them there's ball four misses in the yeah, dirt so it's a, big um, one out base runner here for Max as they try to chip away at that eight to nothing lead and he's just going to take second as they were camping the ball gets away into center field Henderson round second he's going to get into third standing nope he's going to round right on third he's headed home here comes the throw not in time he caught them sleeping. What a great job by Lucas Henderson. 
He caught him sleeping two different times, forcing a throw from Bryce Clark to second base, and they were not ready for it. He overthrew the shortstop, and it went into center field, and they tried to um, throw it back into Bryce Clark, and he had his back to home plate, and Lucas Henderson heads up base running, just watching the whole thing unfold and realizing what was going on. They were not watching him as he was getting over to third base, and he just motored on home, and between Bryce Clark got the baseball and turned around. I don't know. I don't know. We've got some discussion with the umpire, and the coach is looking in the dugout, and it looks like he's going to put his helmet back on. Maybe time was called. Maybe just got a little out of control. And, yeah, he's going to go all the way back to first. So there was time out on the field. Before he took off for second base. Yeah, yeah. If he's going all the way back to first, they must have had time. It looked like there was a little bit of a powwow in the middle. I thought I saw either the third baseman or the shortstop over there. That's why we kind of got into conversation, but trying to be heads up on the bases as Max tries to get back into this game. So Henderson goes back to first. He's going with the pitch. Strike one down the middle. The throw bounces away, not in time. So Henderson now gets second. Well, I will still give Henderson credit for the terrific heads-up base running yeah. where he was realizing that the defensive players for virtual were not watching him as close as, closely as you would like. Well, and, and that's a lot of what virtual was doing themselves there in the in the bottom of the first that got them to this 8-0 lead. So Max trying to do what they can. Ball outside. He's going for third. The throw, not in time. Just behind. Oh, he's going to call him out. I didn't see it that way, but the umpire makes the call, and he's out. I, I'm David Dupree, our third base uh, uh, umpire down there down the line calls him out the home plate umpire is coming in to talk so we oh. got a little conversation <laughs> and now Lucas comes back out he's going to stand at third base and wait for the conversation Michael Kaiser this is why we write in pencil I have a pencil my friend <laughs> some people prefer the ink I know nothing set in stone especially in baseball hits errors you know stealing three bases and scoring and eh, he's going to steal a couple more and he is going to indeed get third base nope no out. he's not going to get third base what's okay. our home plate umpire's name again our, our home plate umpire that would be cr black cr black he went down and had a conversation with david dupree they did not change the call i'm not Must even sure if it was i don't think it was even about discussing maybe, yeah, the play i think talking. it was a future reference type situation ah but I'm not sure how he was out. I didn't see his feet in the back of the third baseman for, for virtual auditor. And that's Isaac Huddleston was there, but he kind of had to come off the back a little bit and tag him from behind. Behind, yeah. Behind him. I, but Isaac had to put the tag behind himself. A very unusual sequence of events here for Lucas Henderson on the base pass. As we're back with Malik Mosley batting the right-hander. It looks like he took that one low for a ball. I think it's one and one. Two away here in top of the second. The next pitch misses outside for a ball. I'm going to wait for a, a hand gesture from the umpire hoping it's a a 2-1 count. It's a 2-2 count at the plate to Malik Mosley. Bryce Clark's Pitch misses just outside to run it full. His favorite baseball player, Malik Mosley's, is Russell Wilson. Of course, you might remember played some uh, minor league baseball a little bit and played yep. some baseball. So he's he may try his hat in hand of that again. Swing okay. and a miss. Big strike there from Clark. He gets a pair in the inning. A little whoopsie-daisy in the middle, and Max goes down without scoring. 8 nothing. back for the bottom of the second in a minute. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on TWS. 
Virtual Auditor up to bat here in the bottom of the second, trying to add to their 8 to nothing lead in this 13U championship game for CU Kiwanis Little League. Michael Kaiser alongside myself, Evan Kahn. It's been a track meet of sorts. Lots of base runners running around the bases, not necessarily because of hits, although we did have a, a pair of RBI doubles in the first and, and four hits total. But finding the strike zone's been a little difficult for Max as they try to lock in here against the three, four, and five batters for virtual auditor ben, ben Rafado. Brockton Parker and Isaac Huddleston all do up this inning. And, Michael, it looks like Mark Johnson's going to get the go here again in the second after taking over early in the first called strike one. And he was having success throwing strikes whenever he did come in. He was indeed. And I forgot which hitter he came in for and what, what he's responsible. Brandon Mosley. Yeah. Is the o or, yes, the 0-1 misses high for a ball. Brandon Mosley had a two-run double. So he, his first batter was Brandon Mosley had a two-run double and get, later gave up another two-run double. But let's see if he can kind of settle in here and kind of keep this the uh, virtual water at bay. 1-1 one, one pitch misses high again for a ball. 2-1 and one to the lone left-handed batter for virtual auditor Ben Rafado, who drew a walk and scored when he batted last inning. The 2-1 to him off the end of the bat back towards us. Foul 2-2. Two and two. We also have the Bryce Clark as a left-handed hitter, so he must have a both of them are both left-handed hitters, but they're the only yeah, two. Yeah, I, I don't see. Yeah, we were looking in the field. I didn't see another left-handed glove. So we've got a couple left-handed batters, only one left-handed thrower. That's the starter for virtual auditor and Bryce Clark. The pitcher, Mark Johnson, working out of the windup, has a two-ball and two-strike count here at the plate, and his pitch is going to miss just outside to run it full three and two. You know, we've mentioned that uh, Ben Rafato uh, a couple times tonight. He's a call-up because this virtual lost two players here late in the season. Swing and a miss, strike three. Big first out there for Mark Johnson, getting ahead and setting him down. One away, Brockton Parker comes to bat. So we had a, a call-up here for the championship or, or here lately well, with late, the injuries. Well, ben Lieb suffered that broken thumb last right. Thursday night uh, for virtual, and then they lost another player prior to the end of the season, and that was Jermaine. They didn't give his last name. He moved to Arizona, so they had oh. to bring up Logan Wade and Ben Rafato. Call up, so I wonder if they might be 12 playing in the 13U League. Swing and a miss. Brockton Parker 0-2 after watching a called strike one on the outside corner. So a lot of quick strikes here, strikes here for Mark Johnson set down Rafato on strikes. He's got an 0-2 here to the right-handed hitter Parker. His pitch just a little bit high for a ball one and two. How many outs do we have here? In the, we have one. We've got one away. And it, as Max was kind enough to give us their rotating positions as the one-two in there for a called strike three. Parker knew it. He started running back towards the dugout. Peyton, the corner, is Johnson, and we've got two outs here in the bottom of the second. So, but yeah, as I was saying, it looks like Johnson's slated to, to pitch again next inning. So a good thing that, it, that he's found that groove here as the first pitch is fouled off and out of play to the right side, getting ahead once again is Johnson to Isaac Huddleston, who drew a walk, in, drew a walk and scored last inning. The offensive highlights here for virtual this season, the red team, they're the red team. They've been scored the most runs of all three teams during the 13U League. Mm -hmm. 
as well as hitting the most home runs with four. Had three different players hit dingers, Isaac Huddleston, Garen Barker, and Brockton Barker. That's nice to know. So we can look right there towards the middle of the lineup for that pop. It's a one-and-one one count at the plate to Huddleston. He's going to bounce that one towards the middle. Diving effort by the shortstop, but it's not enough. It's going to get on into center field. So a two-out single for Huddleston. Virtual trying to piece something together. Already an 8 nothing lead here in the bottom of the second. Sam Alvarado next up to bat. Interesting fact about the final game of the regular season for Virtual and their, and their opponent last week was unexpectedly called in the fifth inning due to the lights suddenly shutting off. There was oh. some sort of power supply issue and the game couldn't be finished. It was not an official game and no winner was assigned so it had huh. not completed the five full innings. First pitch here to Alvarado is going to miss, or Sam Alvarado as we have a pair of Alvarado's on this team. That one misses high for a ball. Sam was plunked his first time up, got hit hard, but he was able to go down to first, and he ended up coming around to score a run. That one looked like it missed outside for a ball. Huddleston takes his lead at first. Johnson from the stretch just a bit. Oh, it is called strike on the corner. That was a good pitch. Looks like it caught it, and it did indeed. So one and two to Sam Alvarado. Runners going with the pitch, swing and a miss, strike three, doesn't matter. So Mark Johnson able to strike out the side, keeps the score eight to nothing through two. We're back for the third after this. You're listening to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball on DWS. Sun still shining here at Zahn Park. Eight to nothing is our score here in the 13U championship game for CU Kiwanis Little League. The red team virtual auditor has the lead and they are in the field with their left-handed pitcher Bryce Clark who's just been dealing here. He's faced seven batters through the first two innings was able to face the minimum last inning with a pair of Ks, and now he gets to face the nine, eight, nine, and one hitters for Max. That would be Joshua Good, Gage, Chatterantabut. Chatterantabut. Who we, we were spoke told. with his mom before the game, and I, I believe she's listening. So shout out to Gage's mom for getting us an info sheet and getting us a pronouncer. And then it turns back over to David Hooper, and if anybody reaches, Shannon Earhart will get to bat. Max still trying to chip away here, and it looks like Virtual's working on their defensive positions. Is They've got a couple players on their bench, so they're rotating guys in and out, and I believe Max only has the require nine, so they're just kind of moving around the field, whereas here for Virtual, they've got guys in, they've got guys out, they've got guys moving positions. Looks like is that Huddleston, he's yep. going to grab a first baseman's mitt and he's going to take over there. Bryce Clark still pitching, Nathan Piercy at second. It's nice that we get some numbers on Virtual Auditor. We can spot some of these guys and it looks like number 84, Alex Alvarado's going to head on out to the outfield as Bryce Clark Finishes his warm-ups to throw down to second, and we're ready to go. Looks like another right-handed batter for Max here due up. Joshua Good, who has played right field the first two innings. He'll slide across the outfield to left field when they take the field in the bottom half of this inning as the ball gets back into play. 
as we've said, Clark, it looks like he's mixing a, a couple different pitches, maybe even three, a, at least a little bit of a, a bender, and he's got the, the strong fastball. And he's working against a lot, a lot of right-handed batters, so I don't know if it, it's because he – I know some guys are, are worried about hitting batters. He doesn't have that. He's working on the outer and the inner half of the plate, and it's working for him. Yeah, he's doing a really great job with this location and, and, and really going through – you know what he needs to do tonight, is in the, the the speed and the tempo, and what he wants it to be at, and is taking his time up there. He gets a swing and a miss at the first pitch, so quickly ahead, 0 and 1. Clark, four Ks, a pair of walks, but no hits here through two, and as he works into the third, good set from the right side. Clark fires, swing and a miss, strike two. Quickly ahead is the southpaw for virtual auditor. Eight nothing lead here in the third inning. Things are pretty comfortable right now for virtual. Yeah, there was the bender got a little bit away from Clark for a ball one and two. At this point, you just want to kind of keep guys off the base paths as much as you possibly can, and don't give them free passes with walks or hit by pitches. And this kind of a lead should be okay. Yeah, one two just a little bit outside, evening it up at two and two. Clark, one walk per inning, so not allowing a runners to string themselves together of course last inning Lucas Henderson we thought stole about six bases he ended up stealing one and a half but was called out when he was trying to head to third that was Max best scoring chance here so far as goods run at full now working his way back 0-2 to 3-2 against Clark trying to be the leadoff base runner here in the top of the third full count offering in there called strike three Catching the inside corner there was Clark. Lost his control a little bit, but he finds it. Limits no free pass there, and we've got one away. It's a good start to the third inning here. Again, he just he just wants to get out, and, and you want to get the first guy of the inning, get the leadoff guy, don't allow him aboard, and that really takes a lot of pressure off as you move throughout the rest of the inning. Yeah, third inning for Clark, and the third time he struck out that leadoff hitter, so that's a uh, good moving for him The Next batter, Gage Chatterantabut. We're getting a little faster, rolling off the tongue a little easier as we say it more. He digs in from the right side here. Looking to turn the, possibly turn the lineup back over. Hey, give me back my the 0-1's going to miss, or the 1-0, that is, excuse me, misses high for a ball. So Chatterantabut's got a good hitter's count here. Two balls, no strikes. Looking for the first hit for Max in this 13U championship game. 2-0 from Clark. In there for a called strike. Was able to catch the outside corner. Yeah, the right-handed hitting gauge. Chatter Say that for me, please. Chatterantabut. Chatterantabut. I don't even have to look anymore. Look at you. Rolled right off the tongue. The 2-1 to Gage. You can just call him Gage. That's not going to hurt. It was a bender that catches the inside corner 2-2. Two and two. When I get, because uh, I do a PA for a lot of men's tennis and women's tennis. Oh, yeah. So this is nothing. No. So like I just got one. You know, there was a the men's player, and uh, it's Cifos Otondo Monsi. Once The first time I saw that name, I was terrified. <laughs> that ball yeah. is going to miss low running at full. But now it, it's five, It's my favorite name to say. You know, I just, it <laughs> That just is a good one. Yeah. Sifo Sotondo Monsi, a great redshirt sophomore for the Atlanta this past season and will probably be one of the team leaders next season. A lot of fun to watch out there on the tennis courts at Atkins. And 
but I just, you know, you see names for the first time. Then once you start saying them over mm-hmm. and over again and time after time, you know, it, it, you just get real comfortable with it. The 3-2 pitch misses for a ball. Yes, it does indeed. So Gage Chantarantabut is going to get first base with one away here in the top of the third. Max looking to score some runs, and they've got a good chance here as they turn the lineup back over to David Hooper. Third walk of the game so far for Bryce Clark. Keeping with his theme here, striking out the first batter, then walking a batter. Bad news for the Max, for Max is that he struck out the next batter both times as the first one's in there for a strike, but taking second without a throw is Gage. Max getting runners wow. in scoring position. Speaking of Gage, he yes. went to kindergarten in Bali, Indonesia. Oh, my. Set the records for the most books read at Franklin Elementary once he moved back to the, the States. 1-0 swung on and missed, and Gage heads on down to third. You said... I missed the second part after the kindergarten. Yeah, he set the at, record at, for the most Franklin, yeah. yeah. And he moved back to the States in Santa Monica, California, it looks like. But uh, he's a black belt in Taekwondo. Multifaceted as wow. the runner at third gauge, Chatteranta. But as swing and miss Jeez. at the plate for David Hooper, a ball and two strikes. Loves to play chess as well. As an avid reader of sci-fi, I, I have—I don't even have any clue how to play chess. <laughs> He's—he's he's got the brains. He's got the athletics going for him. That one swung on and missed. Strike three. So the trend continues. Strikeout walk. Now strikeout for the pitcher for virtual Bryce Clark. We've got two away here as Shannon Earhart comes to bat. That's his seventh strikeout of the game by my count so far here in two and two thirds of an inning. That looks about right. As that one's chopped at the plate, but called foul. I think it hit Earhart in the box. Yep, that's what the umpire indicates. So we'll try it again. 0-1. David Hooper actually was is 14 years old and is going to be going to Centennial. He's in the ninth grade. Ah, the the cutoff dates for these leagues they vary. You never know who falls where. Our current uh, hitter, Shannon Earhart, 13 years old, goes to Urbana Middle School. Another Cubs and Anthony Rizzo fan. Uh, now I see, now the orange helmet makes sense, perhaps. He plays for the Urbana Middle School baseball team, and he's got the colors going. He's got a 1-1 count here at the plate. Walked his first time up. 1-1 from Bryce Clark. It's a bender. It's a high fly ball drifting back towards the out of play, but the catcher almost had a play but not able. That thing had some carry to it. Those pop flies around home plate always have an awkward sort of drift to them. Nice effort there by the catcher, Nathan Piercy, but unable to squeeze it, so it's a one and two count at the plate. So it lives, Earhart lives for another hit pitch here. Could have easily been the end of this top half of the third inning. Another life, runner at third, two away, the one-two pitch. Just inside for a ball. Really important here for Bryce Clark to try to keep this an eight to nothing game and send his offense back out there. And the more the more zeros you can put up with an eight eight run lead, the better off you're going to be. And yeah. as the lineup keeps moving towards the middle, the one two that one's a bender and it's fouled off out of play down the right field line. So we'll try again. That's a parade of kids to go after that baseball. <laughs> I. I, that's it's funny you say that. I was watching some sort of, of baseball documentary not that long ago, and and uh, a fellow was talking about how back in the day they used to pay him a nickel to chase foul balls. Well, as long as I've been going to foul balls, the kids will chase 
the balls, you don't even have to pay them. Swing and a miss, strike three. Gage was coming home, but it doesn't matter. Looks like Clark strikes out the side once again. And we are through two and a half. Eight to nothing, our score. We'll see if Virtual Auditor can add to their lead when we come back. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on DWS. Virtual Auditor leading eight to nothing in this 13U championship game of CU Kiwanis Little League here on DWS. Evan Kahn, Michael Kaiser live from Zon Park. The sun is still shining. Still aren't any clouds. The breeze has died down a little bit. So as the offense since the first inning, Auditor jumped out to an eight nothing lead in the bottom of the first. Since then, been fairly quiet. There's been some action on the bases for both teams, but nobody able to play anybody. So the throw down to second and Max is ready to go in the field. I believe that's Mark Johnson out there for uh, basically his third inning came in with one out in the first so he goes once again he was able to strike out the side himself last inning allowed a walk or allowed a hit in there but able to set the guys down swinging the pitcher for virtual auditor is the leadoff hitter here in this inning Bryce Clark he walked and scored a run back in the first trying to help his own cause here not too sure of the pitch count limit, but I guess just kind of by the way he's been cruising along here, he's got probably another inning in him. So we'll see what he can do with the bat here. Left-handed batter, right-handed pitcher Johnson. First one in there for a called strike. Bryce Clark's favorite baseball player, Javier Baez. Very nice. I mentioned earlier he's going to the eighth grade at Edison Middle School, which has been under renovation. Fouled into the catcher's mitt, 0-2. It's over there by the Champaign Public Library. Oh, yeah, I, I have seen the, the construction out there as I, I get my daily coffee every now and then as the 0-1 pitch misses outside for a ball 1-1. One one. Your daily coffee. It, my daily coffee that I get occasionally, <laughs> right, if that makes sense. Oxymoron. That one <laughs> foul down the left field line. We'll I try it at 1-2. I can't do it. I can't. Not right now. This is definitely water weather. I haven't checked. It was 90 degrees at first pitch just after 6 o'clock. Looks like it's about 88 now as that wind picks up again. It'll still be 90 degrees at this time. Uh, you know. Ooh, that one chopped back up the middle off the pitcher's glove. Short top, shortstop fields it. Throws to first, not in time. That was a great effort there. I believe the shortstop is... Ian Weber, the starting pitcher, went off Johnson's glove. He was able to plant field and throw across, but the speedy Clark able to beat it out. We'll give him an infield single on that one. So a leadoff base runner for virtual auditor, auditor with Brandon Mosley coming up. Big two RBI double his first time. And looking to do some damage here again, but not as many people on the base at this point. The wind is blowing out the south at 12 miles per hour. Get one of those gusts in yeah. here right now. See if Mosley can get a hold of it. Big cut and a miss on that one. He's quickly down 0-2. Swinging for the fences there. He felt that wind to coming. Clark takes his lead down at first. The 0-2 inside outed down the right field line. Foul. Brandon's favorite player is Chris Bryant. 
course, his favorite team is the Cubs. More Cubs fans. It's basically a virtual auditor loves the Cubs. The one Cardinals hitter tonight resides on Max Twin City Recycling, and that's probably from Matt Carpenter's glory days instead of his days now <laughs> hitting about as well as I do. Uh, 0-2, that got a, a piece of it at the plate. Den Mosley sent it back to the screen, so we'll try it again. 1-2, and two. looked like Clark was going on the pitch, so he'll have to trot back over to first. I think it's more interesting as we see this. I, I don't know if this is the case. We haven't been able to ask the guys, but with the Cubs, you know, winning the World Series about five years ago, yeah. you know, when they get into baseball, six, seven, eight years old, it just kind of coincides yeah. with that sort of thing. Looks like Johnson's checking over at Clark at first base, but he's back in time. Yeah, but, like, you know, if they were this age in 2014, for right. instance, would they be Cub fans? Well, and, and in Depends years, who their parents are fans oh, of, too. Of course. <laughs> and, and it seems like in years past we tend to have more Cardinals. That one's chopped up the middle. Weber fields it. Steps on second over to first. Not in time. That one skips away from the first baseman. Does get the force out at second. And Mosley not able to advance. So nice fielding there by Ian Weber on back-to-back plays. He's finally able to set down Clark after a great effort on his hit. So still a runner at first, but we've got one out here as Alex Alvarado steps to the plate. So that's a that's six unassisted there on the force out. Yep. Fielder's choice leaves yep. Mosley at first. Alvarado seeking redemption. He went down swinging his first time. He's going to swing and miss at that one. 0-1. Oh, Bottom of the third inning, still I think, eight to nothing. I think we've got our special pinch runner and Ben Lieb down down there at first. He's taken off with the pitch, swing and miss at the plate. The throw's not going to be in time. So Ben Lieb, the special pinch runner who is playing with an injured wrist and injured hand, broken thumb, broken thumb. Yeah. Really tough to play any any aspect of baseball other than running with a broken thumb. So he steals second runner in scoring position with one away for virtual. Swing and a miss at the plate. That is strike three. That okay. is strike three. Yes, it is indeed. A big second out here for Mark Johnson. Logan Wade stepping up. He goes to St. Matthew School, 12 years old. Going, He's heading into the seventh grade. Likes the St. Louis Cardinals. There we go. I, I knew you were going to get one This is a later. surprise to me because of the, the fact that you just never can watch them play. Error. That one's ooh, just a little looper over to the first baseman. He is able to snag it. That was Austin Ritter who's been playing first. He's caught a couple of pop-ups, and Virtual Auditor leaves a runner. The, ru the score remains 8 to nothing through 3. We're back for the fourth after this. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on DWS. Halfway to crowning a 13 and under championship of CU Kiwanis Little League out here at Zahn Park. Virtual Auditor taking the field with an 8 to nothing lead here in the top of the fourth. Their starter, Bryce Clark, has been dealing. Their offense did it all in the first inning, and it's holding up so far. But big opportunity for Max as they've got the heart of the lineup do here, Ian Weber, Mark Johnson, and Austin Ritter, all guys who were flashing the, the leather there on defense in the last half of the inning. Maybe they can transition that over to the offensive side as they try to get on the board here. And the one thing I'm going to mention uh, before, right before break for that little line out is Logan Wade. 
Uh, he was a fan of Mark, Mike Trout, his, his favorite player, which obviously, you know, you and I don't even see a lot of Mike Trout when he's healthy. He's not healthy right now. He's not playing just because they're not on TV in this market at all unless they're on a national broadcast, and they play so late, you know, 9-15 starts, 9-10 starts. So uh, that means Logan Wade is connected to Major League Baseball oh, and what's yeah. going on for sure. These guys know what's going on. You love to see that as Clark gets his final warm-up tosses in here. Clark into his fourth inning of work. He's got three, five, seven Ks through three. He Hasn't allowed a base runner past third base. That was back in the first in Shannon Earhart. So we'll see what he can do as he finishes his warm-up tosses here. Looks like Piercy is getting ready to throw down to second. So we're ready to go. Ian Weber, our batter, went down on strikes his first time up back in the first. He wears the C-flap, which... I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention, but there's not a whole lot of guys at this level that have gone to that, that chin guard that a lot of the major leaguers have started to use over the last, oh, five or, or six years. Now it's it's almost kind of shocking when you see a guy not have it. We saw, uh, I think it was Pete Alonso just a couple nights ago, got hit right in, in the opening between it, but it didn't catch his face because he had the C-flap. So yeah. saves a lot of guys' faces and... Uh, you know, it's good. It's good technology. It's it's great how far we've come from just wearing our caps to bat. You know, way back before you and I were even born. I can't even imagine that. And, and now we're we're protecting the guys, making them feel more confident. If anything, then, then they can dig in there and they can swing at these pitches. As Weber was ready to go with the first offering from Clark, he fouls it back to the screen. Yeah, it's a this is safety advancements of you know a lot of sports, especially baseball. The batting helmet is just. Really keeps guys. You know, we've seen some guys get hit in the face, and it happened. The um, did a Carlos pitcher did this year. Well, yeah, Gen Genesis uh, Cabrero with uh, Kevin Pilar. It wasn't he the pitcher. He who, hit uh, who, Bryce. He hit someone else. Was it Bryce, Bryce Harper? I believe. Ah, I think it hit Bryce Harper in the face, but Bryce was fine. But you know, it know, happens. It happens more than you would think. Yeah. Almost, almost maybe once a week, once every couple weeks. The one-one pitch to Weber misses inside, so he's ahead two and one. Weber struck out back in the first inning. He's uh, his favorite team is the Milwaukee Brewers. There now you go. Now we're running on, running along the National League Central here. Christian Gelich, his favorite player. Two-one pitch misses outside, three and one. Look at this guy plays the saxophone and the piano. Huh? Wow, Ian Weber. Heading to Edison Middle School with a lot of talents. Well, we got a, a tenor saxophone player. Usually when they put sax, it's an alto player. But I wonder, maybe he plays them all in there for a called strike. So Clark runs it back full. Three balls, two strikes to Ian Weber. Right-handed hitter leading off the fourth here for Max as they trail 8 to nothing. 3-2 pitch grounded towards the second baseman. He fields it. Tough throw, not in time. And a bobbled it there down at second base, allowing... Ian Weber to fly down the base pass to get to first base safely. Yeah, that was going to be a, a close play, but the little bit of a bobble made it even harder with the speedy Weber streaking down the line. So he'll be in there for, I believe, the first, yes, that is the first leadoff hitter to reach here for Max as they try to get things going in the fourth. Mark Johnson, who's done the pitching and, and was able to quiet the virtual auditor bats since he came in, is our batter. He grounded out his first time up as we get a bluff move over to first. I don't know if there's any box at this level, but that would certainly have been called a balk if there was. 
Lefty comes set, runner going with the pitch. In there should have been a called strike, but not in time. Weber stole that one. I don't even know if it was worth the throw. He was almost down to second by the time it went. Yep. But Mark Johnson, uh, he and I kind of share similar struggles right now with Major League Baseball. He's a Yankees fan. The Yankees are really <laughs> in a tailspin, as the Cardinals have been for all of June. 1-0, misses high for a ball, gets to the screen, and Weber's going to trot on over to third. He rounds it, but he'll keep put there. So here we go. Max is threatening now. Runner at third, nobody out. Trailing by eight here in this 13U championship game. There was a time to start chipping away. That'd be with your cleanup hitter at bat, and you know the outs are, are dwindling away here as we're in the top of the fourth. 2-0 pitch from Clark in there for a called strike as he gets back in at 2-1. Aaron Judge is his favorite player. The Cardinals have really been in a tailspin all year unless they've been playing the Pirates or the Marlins this week or the Pirates at another time. <laughs> the Cardinals struggling against teams above 500 so far this year. There's a bender that gets away from Clark. Back to the screen coming in to score without a throw is Weber, and Max gets themselves on the board here. 8-1 to one now, nobody out in the top of the fourth. It's a really key play there for Virgil to kind of get that – monkey off their back if you will just kind of take a deep breath and get a run on the board and go okay now they've seen a run come across now they just have to continue to capitalize on that situation nobody's on base right now but just can continue to try to multiply that and get as many guys on base as they can as we go here the next couple innings yeah clark maybe getting a little tired as he's going to issue a walk here although that keeps with his theme. He has walked to the second batter and now all four innings, and he's been able to work out of the trouble the first three times. So we'll see what he can do here as his coach comes out to visit with nobody out. I've said the next time Austin Ritter came to the plate, we needed to just yes. mention um, interesting personal facts about him. He eats Kit Kats without breaking them apart. Oh, my. Um, I don't know if I've ever done that. I might have made them. Possibly, I, but the four pack you got to break those things. You know, like the, when the four together, you get the you get like little small packs of two. There's Running with the pitch is Johnson. He's going to get down to second as the ball misses or the pitch misses for a ball. So Ritter, who maybe had some Kit Kats before the game, had a good eye there. He's ahead one and zero. Oh. He's going to watch that one miss out inside outside two and zero. Oh. I like to eat them one at a time. Because then you can savor the taste longer because they're absolutely delicious. It's a terrific candy <laughs> choice. And if it's you like Hershey's. The, as you break it, it lasts longer. The 2-0, yeah. oh, uh, that is, is fouled back to the screen. Break out the individual little pieces instead of just eating you know, chunks at a time, like just taking big bites. I feel like it lasts longer that way. That's true, but... As, you know, Max, they really need a big bite right here, trailing by seven with nobody out. There is runner in scoring position. He's running with the pitch, swing and a miss, strike two, but without a throw. (laughs) Without a throw is Johnson down to third, so Max continues to threaten. He's also known as Jitter the Ritter because he likes coffee in the last game, last broadcast. (laughs) We were talking about coffee don't typically hear too many 12-year-olds who enjoy coffee as he watches <laughs> that one go low for a ball, runs it full, three balls, two strikes. Although Decaf, maybe? I, I drank coffee early, but not regularly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was a coffee drinker. The full count offering in there for a called strike three. Big first out there for Bryce Clark with the runner still at third. He definitely needed that strikeout. And looks like another time here could be 
he's done. Yeah, second second meeting of the mound, so that's going to be it for Bryce Clark. We're going to tally his numbers. Great outing for him. He's going to head out to the field. Isaac We've Huddleston. Got a new pitcher coming in. Isaac Huddleston, he'll get his warm-up tosses in. We'll take a, a break here. We'll let him get ready, and we'll be back with more CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball here on DWS. Isaac Huddleston takes over on the mound for virtual auditor after Bryce Clark goes three and a third, only allowed one run on one hit, four walks. He sat down eight on strikeouts. He is responsible for Mark Johnson standing at third, but Clark leaves leading eight to one Huddleston taken over on the mound big right hander first pitch from him to Lucas Henderson is in there for a called strike Clark moves over to third playing the left-handed third base he's positioned to catch the pickoff throw in there for a called strike two. Huddleston quickly ahead here to Henderson Henderson who had the Marathon there back in the second after walking and running around the bases a couple times. He's going to watch that one miss for a ball, so he's back in at one and two. Huddleston working quick. His one two. It's an off speed pitch and it swung on and missed for strike three. Great job by Huddleston to come in off of third base and throwing strikes and getting some outs and trying to keep us an eight to one game. Yeah, Max was able to. Get the first two base runners to reach. Plated their first run of the game, but the last two have been sat down on strikes. And Huddleston gets ahead 0-1 here to Malik Mosley. Family man is Malik Mos Mosley. Likes to spend, loves to spend time with his older sister, Naomi. Got to enjoy that when the family's close together. He's going to watch that miss slow for a ball, 1-1. One one. Trying to find out how my kids are going to adapt to that. I have a stepson that's 9. My daughter turns 4 next month, and my son turns 2. The yeah, you, you might get some some teaming up against each oh, other gosh. when you have situations like that. Two and one, the count at the plate is that one missed outside. Two outs here in the top of the fourth. Next pitch, swung on and missed. Evens My, it up. The two littlest ones, Leah and Owen, are already teaming up at times, and <laughs> it's just like, I just look at Valerie they and I know. go. We, uh, we are in this together. Yeah, we like we're dead meat as we so <laughs> I'm like we're in trouble. <laughs> the three two pitch misses oh no, I guess that was two and two. Uh, Brayton is great at playing with, with the other ones, but sometimes because he's gonna be ten in January, he's like I, I he's yeah. too old. For yeah, this. like I'm going to my room. Oh, in there for a call strike three. So that time with the three two pitch, Huddleston finds the zone. Max plates one, but they leave one trailing eight one through three and a half. We'll be back for the home half after this. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on DWS. 8-1 our score here at Zahn Park. Evan Kahn, Michael Kaiser, Dave Leak running things back at the radio center. Virtual Auditor leads this one as they come to bat in the home half of the fourth. Looks like Mark Johnson still out there dealing on the mound for Max Twin City recycling the right-hander in for his fourth inning of work. He will face the top of the lineup. Nathan Piercy, Garrett Barker, and Ben Rafado. Been a, a lot of damage from this part of the lineup in the first inning. All three plated runs, but since then 
haven't been able to do much. Uh, I guess that goes for the entire virtual auditor offense is Piercy's going to take one in there for a called strike, but when you put an eight spot up in the first inning, you can kind of sit back and you don't really so, worry about those. Yeah, you can kind of sit back and relax and just kind of work your way through the game and just make the right plays and defensively do well and on the mound. He's going to take that one high for a ball, one and one. Yeah, maybe we've seen that. Although we've seen good defense on both sides so far, not not a whole lot of errors, but haven't. I, I guess just not too many balls in, in play for virtual auditors, so they haven't had to to deal with that kind of pressure per se. As we look back, yeah, only only one hit so far. So not a lot of balls in play. The count is two and one to Pierce Johnson's next pitch. In there for a called strike, catching the outside corner, running it two and two. Virtual and uh, Mac, the Max Twin City Recycling, they played each other five times this season, and uh, Virtual won all of them. They won the head-to-head matchup. That's tough as it goes off the hands towards the second baseman, kicks away, tough play, gets him. Nice heads-up defense by Ian Weber, takes the carom off the second baseman. Shuffles it over to first base in time to get the speedy Pierce, and we've got one away here in the fourth. Yeah, really nice defensive play here by Max. As they're running out of time to get back into this game, and defensively they've really got to be sharp out there to make sure they keep guys off base as much as they possibly can and not give any free passes. And they got to start – time to chipping away is, is running out with only a couple more at-bats to go. Yeah, Couple straight innings here with Max getting some good defense. That one sent high into the air towards the shortstop. Weber able to squeeze it. He's made back-to-back -back plays and back-to-back -back outs has two away here in the bottom of the fourth. So really nice job here by Mark Johnson. Get the first two here in the fourth inning. Virtual would love to add a couple more runs on the board here to feel it more comfortable. Yeah, no doubt. You never know where these games will go. I, I believe you had a game earlier this year where there was a lead uh, similar to this where a team came back. And it's the championship, although you said they, they came in 5-0, and did virtual auditor against Max. Anything can happen. They can throw the kitchen sink as this is the last game. Is the 1-0 to Ben Rafato misses for a ball. one and, or I think it might have caught the outside corner, evens it up at 1-1. One one. Rafato 0 for 1. Walked and scored back in the first. Left-handed batter is going to watch one miss outside for a ball two and one. Yeah, a couple weeks ago there I was I was uh, doing a game was eight to nothing, and then it, eventually it was like nine to four. Those nine to five, they're down their final strike a couple of times and hit a grand slam, and then a <laughs> two-run homer to take the lead. There's a chopper towards the third baseman. He'll plant and throw across the diamond. Great defense by Max that inning. There's Lucas Henderson throwing it over 5-3 to three for the third out. We're through 4, 8-1 to one hour score. We'll come back for the fifth after this. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on DWS. Isaac Huddleston back out for his second inning of work as virtual auditor tries to keep this one at arm's length. Leading 8-1 to one as we head into the fifth here of this 13-and-under championship game for CU Kiwanis Little League. Max was able to plate their first run of the game last inning with the heart of the order up. And lucky for them, they've got Gage Chatterantabut due up first. He was able to reach his last time up but was left stranded. And then we'll turn the lineup back over to the top. And, and we keep saying it, and, and it just keeps getting later and later down to, to six outs away for Max and if they really want to capitalize, I think it's it's got to be this inning. 
you really got to get some runs on the board in this end. You got to put up a crooked number to try to get this game a little bit closer. You can't go into the sixth inning, your final at bat down seven runs. You're going to need to get to this to like eight, four, eight, five, and give yourself a chance. Because if you don't get three or four runs in this inning, I know that virtual auditor put up eight runs in the bottom of the first, but the odds of you putting up seven runs when you're down to your final three outs are zero. Puts even, puts even more pressure yeah. on your at-bats for the, that last inning. And then if they do put a few runs up here, they don't have to get it all back, but that might shift a little more pressure back over, over to Virtual Auditor, who, who's basically had had a, a stress-free game after you put up eight runs in the first. And you've got pitchers like Bryce Clark and Isaac Huddleston who've been coming in here throwing strikes. Uh, keeps, your, keeps your defense, you know, ready to go. and And they've held on to this lead the whole time. So they've got a seven-run lead here in the top of the fifth. Did I get off about her? Uh, I don't know. Who do you have due up? I have Joshua Good. Oh, so I did get ahead there a little bit. There's been Joshua Good, Gage, and David. All right, so Joshua Good will bat here, and he'll take a ball high. Look at Joshua here. I didn't see this earlier. His favorite team is the Padres and Cubs. Ah, see, we had a Padres fan when, when Allie Adams and I did a game last week for the Suited League, and a guy that was a big fan of Fernando Tatis Jr. As there's a swing and a miss by a good one and one. Was a big fan of his dad, Fernando Tatis yeah, Sr. Played for the Cardinals. The only player in Major League history to hit two grand slams in the same inning <laughs> off of the same pitcher. His name was Chan Ho Park of the Dodgers. Yeah, that's a, a known name. He yep. played a while in the big leagues. A swing and a miss there by Good. Huddleston's got it one and two here with nobody out in the top of the fifth. He also likes Mike Trout. He knows how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, I could never do that. There's a bender that misses outside for a ball. Two and two. I feel so uneducated reading some of these bios. Like, I feel like I, I need to study up on some things. Well, yeah, this guy really impresses me, the fact that he's got two favorite teams and his favorite player isn't a part of either of those teams. And he's got a really big baseball fan here in Joshua Good as he's going to watch that one miss low and run it full three and two. And then you throw in the Rubik's Cube. We've, we've got a, a lot of athletes on the field who got the smarts to go along with it. You love to hear that. There's a chopper towards the second baseman. He'll field and throw on over to first. That's number eight, Brockton Parker, four to three for the first out here in the top of the fifth. Now it's really key for Isaac Cuddleston there to get that first batter here in the fifth inning. Again, getting the leadoff, man, and that's it's not anything new. It's been said a hundred million times. You gotta get the leadoff man in the inning, and things usually go a lot smoother from there. Not in every case, of course, but Getting the leadoff man in the championship game with only six outs remaining for your opponent is a really key moment for a virtual auditor. Now down to their final five outs is Max. Yeah, now here is Gage Chan. And now I'm going to mess it up as he takes a called strike. Gage Chatterantabut. I had to look at it one more time. So he's down 0-1. As I mentioned at the top of the inning, he drew a walk his last time up against the starter, Bryce Clark. He's going to foul that pitch from Huddleston back to the screen. So he's down 0-2 now. Just back to your, your leadoff, getting the leadoff hitter point, uh, Max was able to get a base runner in, in all four innings against Clark, but the only inning they were able to score was when that leadoff runner scored. Of course, Clark working both out of the windup and the stretch, and, and Huddleston working only out of the stretch. He gets called strike three there to set down Chatterantabut for out number two. 
I don't think uh, Isaac Huddleston wanted anything to do with Gage with his black belt in Taekwondo. <laughs> he wanted to get him out of that batter's box as quickly as possible. Probably a, a good idea is he's quickly got two away here in the top of the fifth. He gets a swing and a miss from David Hooper, Max lead-off hitter. Going to be in Centennial in the fall. Big White Sox fan. White Sox are rolling this season. Yeah, it looks like they're trailing in their game so far tonight. That one's on the ground, but it's going to roll foul. A matchup of the Rays, two of the best teams in uh, the American League this week. and Now they've got the Astros. So it doesn't get a whole lot easier. Astros hanging with the A's out in the West. Hooper's got an 0-2 count at the plate. Max only four outs left to get this seven-run lead erased. Hooper's going to swing and miss. Huddleston rolling. He got two Ks in the inning. Sets him down. One, two, three. Headed to the home half of the fifth. Eight to one our score here as we bring you CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball on DWS. Bottom of the fifth for this 13 and under championship for CU Kiwanis Little League. A special league here in 2021 for CU Kiwanis Little League, giving these guys an opportunity to play after missing last summer because of the pandemic, making the most of it. Virtual Auditor has themselves the lead here, and they've got another at-bat to add to their seven-run lead as Mark Johnson, who's really been dealing ever since he came in, Back in the first, gave up a couple doubles, but ever since then, only a, a pair of hits hasn't around, allowed any runners to score, and he'll get one last crack at this offense to set him down and keep his team at least somewhat in it for one last at-bat. The first pitch from Johnson to Brockton Parker is fouled out of play behind us, so he's going to get ahead 0-1 to Parker, who comes to bat 0 for 2. His second time facing Johnson here. Pitcher is set, working out of the windup. Gets a swing and a miss there. Little off-speed pitch, 0-2. A really busy week next week here at this location. Four games and a three-day stretch. Called strike three. Johnson, three pitches, three strikes, one away here in the bottom of the fifth. Coming up to bat now, Isaac Huddleston. Yes, the I believe there's some games going on today to figure out who's going to be in those semifinal matchups next Monday. First one's line towards center field, but over to make the catch is Hooper. He was positioned nicely, strong hit from Huddleston, but it was a line out to the center fielder and another pitch, and we've got two away. And that's going to be it for Johnson. I believe he's reached, reached his pitch limit. Great, great work in relief, Mark Johnson, for Max Twin City Recycling. We're going to get a reliever. It looks like Gage Chatterantabut. Gage Chatterantabut. Gage we'll, We're, we're going to say it until we get it right. <laughs> He's going to be the relief pitcher. We'll give him a minute to get warmed up, come back for the final bit of this 13 and under championship game. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on DWS.
Mark Johnson's day is done on the mound. Gage Chatterantabut takes over with two away here in the bottom of the fifth. Just one inning to go here in the 13U championship as the first pitch from Chatterantabut to Sam Alvarado is behind him for a ball 1-0. and As we said, Johnson came in relief for the starting pitcher who was having some command issues and... He had the the opposite. He he was giving it, you know, giving them strikes, and he was allowing his defense to make plays. Johnson goes four and a third, no walks, five hits, but only allows two runs. His first two hits that he allowed were big doubles with the bases loaded. After that, he really settled in as Gage gets a swing and a miss from Sam Alvarado. So it's a two and one count at the plate. But yeah, Johnson did what he could, coming in relief. His team's trailing. The offense hasn't really been able to get it going. That's why we've got this 8-1 to score is Alvarado is going to get plunked again. He was hit back in the first. Now he's hit again here in the fifth. Tough sledding for him at the plate, but he's a tough guy. He shakes it off. He's going to walk down to first. Also tough for the pitcher who just comes in from the field, gets about eight warm-up tosses, and he's thrown right into the heat of the action. So he's going to have a runner at first. There's still two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Next batter up will be Bryce Clark, the starter, and the guy in line for the win for virtual auditor in this championship game. Lefty comes to bat one for one with a single and a walk back in the first. Scored a run there as well. See if he can do a little more with the bat here. Possibly his last at bat in the bottom of the fifth. Small lead at first. That looks like Ben Lieb, the special pinch runner in once again. He's running with the pitch. Ball misses low. Throw down to second. Just a little late. Not in time. So Lieb, or Lieb that is, is going to get third. Ball gets away from the second baseman, and he's going to take third now. Well, he's really wreaking havoc on the base pass here tonight. He broke his thumb last week on his left hand. Is unable to be in the field or bat, but he's taking advantage of being on the base pass, getting his pants dirty, and he just, it makes you feel good seeing that. But it's so disappointing to have your season end with a broken uh, thumb like mm -hmm. that. Can't really participate the normal way, but he's still out there wreaking havoc on the base pass, and he's, he just got to feel good about that opportunity. I believe he scored once back in the first as the 1-0 pitch at the plate is lined back to the screen 1-1. One yeah, contribute any way you can. Nice thing about this league is they allow everybody to get in, and with that special rule, he's able to to run. So even though he can't get into the field or get up to bat, he still gets the pants dirty, makes sure that mom has to wash the uniform when he gets home. That's always number one goal. As the 1-1 pitch is inside, outed towards left field, that's going to get down for a hit. Coming in to score is Lieb. 9-1 to one our score. Virtual Auditor extending their lead in the bottom of the fifth. Lieb coming around to score, and you know, you know, with pinch running, there's been a few key pinch runner moments in Major League Baseball history. The first one comes to mind, of course, is the 2004 Red Sox, and against the Yankees and down series. They were down 3 nothing in the American League Championship Series. Of course, went on to win the World Series and pretty famous pinch running experience there. Still a second base and later came around to score. So pinch runners play a really key role in games, and Ben Lieb has definitely done that tonight. Gage tries to pick off at first, but 
Bryce Clark isn't going anywhere, so they'll try again. Virtual Auditor back to that eight-run lead that they had after leading eight to nothing in the first. Max able to add a run in the fourth, but nothing since. Now the first pitch to Brandon Mosley gets away from the catcher for a ball going down to second is Clark. Had some good defense, had some great pitching from both sides. But I'd have to say Bryce Clark's work with the bat and the glove might have him the inside track for the unawarded player of the game here so far tonight. Trying to get some umpires into position. Runner at second, two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. The 1-0 pitch. Comes in, swing and a miss. Clark going down to third. He'll get down there without a throw. Pretty easy getting down there to third base. and just no chance for the catcher to even have any opportunity to throw down and try to get him. He's just easy standing up to reaching third base. And virtual auditor not messing around here. Just trying to push this lead out as big as they can to try to make sure this is an insurmountable lead, which at this point it most likely is. Right. But you've seen crazier things in baseball. <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely seeing something here. Nine to one, the score. This thing, as you said, virtually out of reach, but virtual auditor has no let up as Clark takes his lead at third. Gage Chatterantabut comes set, and the pitch just a bit high for a ball. Umpire out to dust off home plate. The sun has set. Lights are on, but minimal effect as the sun is still shining here at Zahn Park. Not sure of it. exactly the count. I believe it's two and one. We will find out shortly as Gage comes set and fires. Just misses inside for a ball. Catcher looks the Bryce Clark back to third base. There was a third baseman wasn't standing on the bag, so it was more of just a bluff throw, but it got Bryce Clark to go back anyway. Yeah, whatever works. Keep the runners at bay. You've got two away here. Just need to get the guy at the plate. Chandler, the catcher. Brandon Mosley. Next pitch misses high for a ball. So Mosley will reach base for the second time here with a two out walk. Virtual Auditor has a pair on the corners with two away. Here comes Alex Alvarado looking for his first hit of the ball game. Difficult position here for Max Twin City Recycling as they just try to hang on for dear life here. Down eight runs, runners at the corners, nobody out. Or two outs, excuse me. I'm looking at the board there, but I was... Looks like a, another special pinch runner. This time it has not been Lieb. I saw it. Uh, number 11. I don't have a number 11 in my book. As I said, we're still... I thought we pieced it all together. Maybe it's the one guy that we don't have with a number. Runners take their leads Possibly. at first and third. Two outs. Runner at first is running with an eight-run lead. He'll take the second base without a throw. Pitch at the plate is a ball. Oh, that Logan Wade does not have a number. 
So According to our roster sheet here that was given to us, along with Ben Lieb. An educated guess would tell me that that would be Logan Wade. No, I'm sure Ben Lieb has a number, number 19. But he is due up here momentarily. Yeah, so, so that, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. No. Looks like a pickoff attempt back to second, but able to get back in there is whoever our special pinch runner may be. Mystery man. The mystery man <laughs> of the evening. As you, get, it's, as you mentioned the weather a few times, it's, it's with the sun gone down now, it's a really beautiful evening here at Zon Park. Summertime just around the corner, although I say summer's here. Officially it's not here, here a for a couple more days. Either way, the 1-0 pitch at the plate swung on and missed. Runners stay put. Base hit here gives them a 10-run lead. Most likely, depending on the placement. The biggest hits actually have come from the bottom of the lineup for Virtual Auditor. Two doubles from the bottom of the order. A lot of walks towards the top. Not a whole lot of hits to be accounted for. A 2-1 pitch swung on and missed. Strike two, two and two. Gage Chatterantabut, the third pitcher for Max. Trying to get out of this one, send his team up to bat one last time with a chance to either tie or take the lead of this 13-U 13 13 championship game. Working from the stretch, Gage comes, sets, and he fires. Swing and a miss. Strike three. They've got to tag him. They do indeed. There's the third out. And... We head to the final inning. Nine to one is the score. Max tries to get back into it. We'll see what they can do. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on DWS. Crunch time here at Zahn Park. The final inning of the 13 and under championship game for Champaign-Urbana Qantas Little League action. Virtual Auditor has a lead nine to one over Max Twin City Recycling. This is their last at bat here in the sixth. We'll see if they can extend this game any longer. They've got three outs to do it and they've got guys at the plate that can do it. They're two, three, four hitters in Shannon Earhart, Ian Weber and Mark Johnson. This is where the damage came from when they scored their lone run back in the fourth. Seen a lot of defense out of these guys. The the battery for most of the game is Earhart did the catching and Weber and Johnson were some pitchers. So they've been in it the whole time and they're going to see if they can add some runs, keep their championship hopes alive. That's what it's all about here tonight. Virtual Auditor would love a one, two, three inning to begin the celebration, which, and probably from their standpoint, you know, they've been focused on this game even when it was eight to nothing for most of the night. Uh, but it's been really comfortable, laid-back baseball game. They have not really been scared very much at all tonight, at any very often at least. And uh, they would love to make this a very quiet, comfortable inning to, to clinch the championship. Isaac Huddleston's first pitch is lined to right field in there for a base hit. So Max in business. They've got a leadoff hitter on. Nobody out here in the final frame. And this is what it took for them to get a run back in the fourth. And they've got... Ian Weber, who's got himself a single already on the night. Of course, that was against the starter, Bryce Clark. So we'll see what he can do against the right-hander, Huddleston, here. Well, the thing is, is you know what I'm saying, they, they were like a 1-2-3 inning. Well, Shannon Earhart had other ideas there, <laughs> and he's not that far from us. May have heard it, and he had a nice base hit to right field. 
Let's get things going here for Max Twin City Recycling here in the final inning for them. First pitch is outside for a ball. Earhart's taken off for second. The ball not in time. He's going to slide in there into scoring position. Is Earhart's stolen base. Max rolling here. Good count at the plate as Weber gets ahead 1-0. and I've seen some terrific comebacks so far this season, so this game is far from over. Lights beginning to take a little more effect as that one's lined into right field. It's going to get down for a base hit. Rounding third, headed home is Earhart. He'll get in there without a throw. 9-2 to our score, top of the sixth. Nobody out. Ian Weber with back-to-back -back hits and back-to-back -back plate appearances. He keeps his team in this thing, in this 13U championship game. Both Earhart and Weber just kind of lined it over to the first baseman's head into right field, to short right field. The first baseman had no chance to get it. It was too short for the right fielder to come in to get it. So great piece of hitting going the opposite way. Going with the pitch is Weber. He's going to get there without a throw. He'll round second, but hold Pat as the ball got a little bit away from the catcher there. Looks like Brockton Parker is taken over behind the dish. This is how you get back into games. You just take what pitch is given to you. If it's on the outside, hit it to the outside. Don't try to pull it because then you're just going to hit a weak ground ball somewhere, a weak pop, weak pop out, and they're just taking what the pitcher is giving them right now, and it's working out to this point. Weber takes his lead at second. Mark Johnson takes that ball high, and he'll see Weber get down to third. Now he's going to get head towards home on the throw. The catcher... Not in time. Ball got away on the throw back into home. There's another run for Max. 9-3 now is our score. Really putting the pressure on the defense there and making them make the play. That's what you do when you're down by this many runs. You don't want to run into the last out of the inning at third base, for example, but you make the defense make the play. And he thought he could get home, and he would have been out if the throw would have been just a little more. The catcher could have caught it. He would have been out at home. But he forced the issue. He forced the defense's hand. They threw it away, and he just motored on home. And now it's suddenly only a six-run deficit. So it went from being a base hit would have made it 11-1, to which a 10-run mm -hmm. rule may have ended the game, actually, I think, at that point. But now it's 9-3 to because they got out of that jam, only allowed one run in the bottom of the fifth inning. And now now the chance here to continue chipping away, but they only have three outs to do it. You got to chip away earlier, but unfortunately they didn't get going earlier in the game, but Max is not going down here without a big-time fight tonight. Yeah, the clock's not going to run out until three outs. Nobody on, nobody out. Top of the six, that one's going to miss high for a ball, so 3-0 and at the plate to Mark Johnson. Max scored two runs already in the frame compared to one through the first five innings, and the next pitch misses. Ooh, it did get called a strike on the inside corner, so... Three and one, still a hitter's count for Johnson, who did a nice job pitching. He likes wiffle ball and football. He's going to take that one on the outside for a called strike. So Isaac Huddleston, the pitcher for Virtual Auditors, worked his way back 3-0 to 3-2, looking for a big first out here in the sixth. And pitch is in the dirt. So a little bit of drama. As Johnson runs it full, now he runs on down to first. Still nobody out. Max trailing by six, only three outs away from ending their season, but doesn't look like they're going to go down without a fight. Going to do a Disney movie reference. I've been reading Cinderella to my daughter <laughs> lately. She found the book, likes it. We watched Cinderella for the first time in entirety today. So the clock has not struck midnight. 
on oh, Max. Fine. Which, uh, yep. It, I, I think we're going to get a balk there as runner was going first movement. Pickoff went towards second base, but there's no runner there, so you can't do that. So just like that, Johnson moves his way into scoring position. So we've had a single from Shannon Earhart. He scored on the base hit from Ian Weber, who came around to score by forcing the issue, by forcing the defense. And now Mark Johnson is at second base and still nobody out with Austin Ritter up. Yeah, that's a big deal. Ritter trying to get on the board and 0 for 2 so far on the night. Pitch to him. Misses outside for a ball 1-0. and 0. Another base hit will cut this lead down to 5. With nobody out. Yeah, they've doubled their run output this inning, doubled their hit output. Runners going towards third on the ball in the dirt, and he's in there with a slide. Johnson moving his way on around to third as well. Hitters count once again at the plate, 2-0 for Austin Ritter. He digs in from the right side. Isaac Huddleston, the pitcher, set. Fires home, misses outside once again, and I guess that was ball four. Well, they need um, any more base runners, five more base runners to have a chance to bring the tying run to the plate here. Yeah, still, still a while to go, but they're in business. Things can turn quickly. Base hit will play another run. A ground ball might turn two. Never know. Nine to three is our score. Runner at third is Mark Johnson. Runner at first is Austin Ritter. Here's Lucas Henderson up to bat for the third time. 0 for 1. Going with the pitch is Ritter. Called strike on the outside corner. Ritter will get down to second without a throw. Max now with a pair in scoring position, trailing six. Huddleston working a little quicker now. Comes set. That one misses in the dirt. Gets back to the screen. Here comes the runner from third. He'll get home standing. Mark Johnson, the third run of the inning, cuts the run or the lead down to nine to four. Virtual auditor over Max. And the problem there with that ball kind of dead and it bounced off the fence here, right in front of us, and just kind of dead and stayed right there. Didn't bounce back to the catcher, which means he had no chance to get Mark Johnson at home. Yeah, we had a play. I believe it was back in the first where it was almost a play at the plate because of the good kick. But virtual auditor not so lucky there. Runner at third, nobody out. Five run lead. That ball misses low in the dirt. Lucas Henderson likes hockey and fishing as well as baseball, of course. No batting gloves. See, quite a few kids sounds, this year. Sounds like a rugged kind of guy. Rugged kind of look without the batting gloves. He'll watch one miss outside. Here comes Ritter home, and he'll make it without a throw himself. Chip, chip, chipping away. Four runs in the inning for Max. Nine to five is our score of this 13 and under championship. Making sure he touched home. <laughs> Wasn't sure if he touched. Definitely yeah. did that time. Making sure. So could've, they've had five guys to bat in this inning. The fifth guy is still batting. Mm -hmm. The first four have come across to score. Two singles and two walks led to four runs. And now if Lucas Henderson gets on, if he does, it'll be all five reaching base here in the top of the sixth inning. 
Well, and, and we thought with Virtual Auditor taking some extra bases and, and scoring a run in the fifth, sure it was an insurance run you can never do without those. We thought it was a little much, but maybe they wish they would have added a little more here as Max is rolling four score, runs scored, haven't had an out. We get hit with debris as that ball gets back to the fence from ball four. Yep. There's another base runner for Max as Lucas Henderson making his way down to first. He gets on base for the second time. Another big opportunity to keep things going. Malik Mosley digging in from the right side. He comes in 0 for 2. But a big chance here against Isaac Huddleston. Pretty sure there would be a 10-run rule. but Because they had second and third with a chance a base hit would have made it 11 to 1. Here's Round second, headed to third on the steal, but the throw in time. He's out. Huge first out as the ball got away from the catcher on the pitch. Henderson rounded second. He got a bluff throw, and he said, what the heck, I'll just keep on running. But heads-up throw there by the catcher for virtual, virtual auditor Brockton Parker, and he guns him down at third base. Finally, the first out for virtual auditor, a big first out as the next pitch misses just a bit high for a ball. 2-0 to Malik Mosley. A big blow to Max Twin City Recycling's chances to get back into this game. Perchance, 2-1 now is a called strike in there. Still only one away, and we saw them plate four runs without any outs being recorded. So they've got a couple of outs, and they've only got four more runs to score. So still a chance for Max as that one catches the outside corner, evens things up at 2-2. Two and two. Three more base runners to bring the tying run to the plate. Malik Mosley looking to be that first one. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch to him. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Big out number two. And just like that, Isaac Huddleston and virtual auditor is one strike or one out away, that is, from a 13 and under championship. Standing in the way, Joshua Good, who grounded out his last time up. First pitch to Good in there for a called strike. A really valiant effort here by Max Twin City Recycling. Been down and out all night long. The last couple of innings have put together some rallies here, including four of those five runs in this inning, trying to fight back. Next pitch to Good. Swung on and missed. Strike two. 0 oh 2. Now Max is down to their final strike. 9 to 5 here in the top of the sixth. 0 oh 2. Two away. Righty to righty, Huddleston working out of the stretch. He's ready. He fires. Swing and a miss, strike three. There's the third out of the sixth. And all right, we're going to go another inning, guys. Hold the phone. We're not crowning a champion just yet. All right, we come back for the home half of the sixth, nine to five. For all that drama, there's more drama to come. We'll be back. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on DWS. As you may be able to tell, to our surprise, we're going seven for the 13U Championship. I guess that sixth inning was so exciting. Why not play one more? So Virtual Auditor gets a chance to add to their 9-5 to five lead here in the bottom of the sixth. So Max will get one more shot. Virtual Auditor, they get one more shot here this inning. They'll have Logan Wade, Nathan Piercy, Garen Barker do up and... 
I, I got to be honest, I was rearing for a big call, but by, based on the reaction, something told me the game wasn't quite over, and I'm ga glad we didn't go <laughs> all in for it. I, yeah, it was – it was. I, I, I'm trying to word this uh, correctly. Like It was a subdued call for what I thought was the championship, and then I realized, well, there was a reason for that because <laughs> the championship has not been cleansed, so good call by catching that. Logan Wade's going to take one outside 1-0. Looks like Gage Chatterantabut still pitching for Max as it looks like Wade chops that one foul towards his third base coach, 1-1. One one. Okay. So now I, I feel like we've really settled in. It only took us five and a half innings, Michael Kaiser, but we got the names, we've got the numbers, we've got the Most number numbers. of innings we're going to play. I mean, this is about as good as it gets, these next six to nine outs. So the 1-1 one, one at the plate. There's a high pop fly. is going to get back over our heads, one and two. That's why I don't park close. Oh, no. No, no. As we are usually at First Federal Field, as you were referencing, First Federal doesn't have the lights, and we park a lot closer. This is the complete opposite. They've got lights. They're taking even more of an effect, although sun is still up here at Zahn Park. i got to find my season notes that I have. Make sure. That breaks down the 13 and under league, and that might explain. Because, again, this is a, a new league. Apparently, they have slightly different rules than the suited league because I, I maybe we'll have to check if we're playing seven innings next week for the semifinals in the championships on Monday and Wednesday here on DWS but we will see that one's grounded through the hole between third and shortstop in there for a leadoff single Logan Wade got behind one and two able to turn on the fastball and he's got virtual auditor a runner on base with nobody away here in the bottom of the sixth so virtual auditor would love to uh Tack on some insurance runs that they lost there in that top of or uh, top of the sixth inning. Yeah, we for all the drama, the drama continues. Next up, we turn the lineup over to Nathan Pierce. He is the first pitch to him. Gets away from the catcher for a ball. Runner advances to second. Wade in scoring position. Piercy two for three. Had two singles back in that big eight-run first for Virtual Auditor. He grounded out his last time up back in the fourth. The 1-0 to him sent foul out of play, 1-1. One one. Going through the notes here, and it doesn't, that we got about the 13U league, and it doesn't reference how many. Play, play the innings you desire, huh? Yeah, I'm not seeing any innings. That's why usually Little League Baseball has always been six, but this is, a, again, a new league. Right. One one pitch misses outside for a ball. Catcher throws down to second, keeping Wade close there. Interesting. There's th again, there's three teams in the 13U League. 32 mm -hmm. kids signed up to play. According to Max Twin City Recycling, USI Insurance Services, and Virtual Auditor. There is a chopper towards the third baseman. He'll glove and field and throw on the run in time. Nice job. There's Mark Johnson. Did some relief pitching, playing in the field. Big first out for Max, although Wade was able to advance to third on the throw as the grounder was up the line. Johnson charged it, threw over to first. Well, as I'm looking at Max 
uh, inning breakdown defensively. They have six innings. <laughs> they have six innings, and they have Mark Johnson at shortstop in the sixth inning. And they have Lucas Henderson at third. But they don't have numbers, so I'm not really sure. Yeah, I, I'm trusting the parents talking behind me. Yeah, yeah, of course. I would always trust Mommy and Daddy and anybody else related to them who's out there they've, one spot. They've supplied us with a lot of the information along with the coaches and the league officials as we piece this one together. First pitch from Chatterantabut to Garen Barker is in there for a called strike. Needed to get ahead, did Gage, and he does it here to Barker, who comes up 0 for 2 with a walk. He's going to tomahawk that one down the right field line, twisting, foul. Yeah, foul pretty, by quite a bit. Landed with no chance for the first baseman or the right fielder to get out there to get to that one. Could have been trouble if it landed fair, but instead it's quickly 0-2 to Barker. Been all over the field on defense. One away here in the bottom of the sixth. Still 9-5 our score. The 0-2 there is an outside pitch lined into right field. That one will drop for a single. An RBI single for Garen Barker. Coming in to score is Logan Wade. There's another insurance run for Virtual Auditor. Extending their lead 10-5 here in the bottom of the sixth. Really important run. You know, made that a five-run lead. Prevents a grand slam from tying the game, which I just experienced a couple of weeks ago is uh, trying to catch him off guard. We've got a run down between first and second. Max is executing it perfectly, running him back towards second. There's the throw. They've got him caught in no man's land. Back and forth we go. He's in there safe. Oh, they had him caught wow. in no man's land. A high throw got the first baseman just a little bit off balance, able to change directions was Barker, and he slides in there safely. What we've seen a lot of tonight is, you know, the, the, just forcing the issue on the base pass, and he just kind of caught them napping, uh, did Barker, and took off for second base, and they immediately saw what he was doing and had him in a rundown, but it's a smart play to continue to go back and forth. Barker just did not give up, did not give himself up. No one else on base. There was no reason, you know, for him to – try to get a run home. He was just trying to stay on base himself, <laughs> stay alive. And you'll see a lot of times where guys will go back and forth, back and forth, try to get the, the base run to advance the next base or score. But he just wanted to stay on base himself, and the, uh, he was able to successfully do that. There's line down the third base line, but it'll land foul. Owen one here to Ben Rafado. So Barker, the RBI single now at second, advancing. I don't even know how you would score that, but we don't keep an official book here. So runner at second, one away. Virtual Auditor still with a five-run lead as Rafado comes to bat 0 for 2. Drew a walk and scored a run back in the first. Next one to him. That one's looped down the third base line once again, and it'll land foul again. So 0 and 2 at the plate. Looks like we got... <laughs> Running out of baseballs, a lot of foul balls here recently. Virtual Auditor has plated a run in each of the last two innings after a, a three-run or a three-inning drought with the big first inning. There's a chopper between first and second. First baseman fields it, shovels over to the first base or the pitcher who is covering first in time for out number two. Nice PFP there, pitcher fielding practice. Pitcher heads up, covers the base, gets the fleet-footed Ben Rafado for the second out. 
Very important second out. Definitely needed that. They, Max was able to score four last half inning and what we believe to be the final inning did not end up being that way. So virtual auditor slightly more than that with the five run lead as we have a powwow on the mound between the infielders for Max. Getting ready to bat will be Brockton Parker who is 0 for 3 at the plate but had a huge assist last half inning when he caught down a would-be stealer at third base. That was Lucas Henderson after four had already reached and scored. Nobody was still out. Henderson trying to get to third. Big throw uh, from yes. Parker chopped him down for the first out, and they were able to escape and keep the lead as he swings and misses at the first pitch from Gage Chatterantabut. Yep, we got that right. Still want to check. He's ahead 0-1. Gage has done a nice job since he came in last inning. He's got two outs, and he gets another strike in there, 0-2. He's been getting ahead of the last few batters. Max Ketcher is continually uh, supposed to be Sean Eric's is, you know, threatening to throw down third base to get Garen Barker to go back, and it's working, but he's not making the throw officially. That one just misses outside the 0-2 pitch, moving it to 1-2. and two. Yeah, he's met with his third baseman at least twice. He drew the entire infield in before this at-bat. They really don't want that run down there at third to score, trailing by five here as the next pitch misses high. He'll bluff. That's Earhart bluffing another throw back for the fourth straight time. <laughs> Whatever it takes to keep Barker where he is. The 2-2 at the plate. Here's the pitch. Misses outside. Ball gets away. Here comes Barker, and he'll get in in time. Nice acrobatic throw from the catcher, Shannon Earhart, trying to get him in time, but it was just a tad bit late. So there's the 11th run across for Virtual Auditor. They lead this thing by six with two away in the bottom of the six. Still a 3-2 count at the plate to Brockton Parker. Pitch misses high for a ball, ball four. Well, six-run lead now for Virtual Auditor, trying to just add to that and put themselves in even a bigger spot here, in a bigger position to win the championship and not have to worry about another rally from Max because it leads back up to six. It was eight runs at the top of this inning. Now a six-run lead, but still would have been four, might have been within the striking distance, but making things more difficult here on Max. Yeah, inching away. Ooh, did he pick him off? I think he did. He's called safe. It was a very good move and a nice throw, but just in time was Brockton Parker. So we'll see if he takes a little more cautious lead as he does, taking off of first at bat is Isaac Huddleston, the relief pitcher for Virtual Auditor, going with the pitch, swung on and missed, throw down to second, not in time. Parker takes second on the swinging strike at the plate from Gage Chatterantabut to Isaac Huddleston. Little pitcher on pitcher action here in the bottom of the sixth. Not a whole lot Earhart could do there. He was really quick and jumping up and making the throw down to first, second base, almost just kind of on the run towards second to try to get it down there as quickly as he possibly could, but it was just no chance as the, the runner, Parker, was just flying to second base. Yeah, got a good jump. He's got a big lead at second. Now he's not running with this pitch, but it's in the dirt, gets back to the screen, advancing to third. 
Not sure where that throw is going as he throws it back to the pitcher, gets over his head, and in to score is Parker. The 12th run of the game for Virtual Auditor. 12-5 our score here in the bottom of the 6th of this 13U CU Qantas Little League Championship game. Three runs here in the bottom of the 6th inning. Really making things difficult now on Max. Yeah, they really needed these after Max put on the pressure last half inning as that one's going to miss outside for a ball. Two and one count at the plate to Huddleston. Next one to him, plunks him right between the shoulder blades. He wears it. He's not rubbing it. He's tough. Third hit by pitch of the game for Virtual Auditor. They've got a two-out base runner down at first in Huddleston. Here comes Sam Alvarado up to bat. This is his fourth plate appearance. Third plate appearance. Nope, that is fourth. I think they just made a pitching change. Did All right. I think so. We've got a pitching change. That's going to be it for Gage. Hopefully we can get this name as we take a quick break here. We'll come back. Bottom of the sixth of this 13U championship game. You're listening to CU Qantas Little League Baseball on DWS. Austin Ritter is the relief pitcher for Max. Is their fourth pitcher of the night after Gage Chatterantabut went one inning. He takes over with two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. Max trailing 12-5. Virtual Auditor still threatening with a runner on first in way of Isaac Huddleston. Sam Alvarado, the batter, he'll take the first pitch outside for a ball. Catcher still keeping an eye on those runners. He throws down to first, but just keeping him close. Alvarado batted last inning. He was actually the first one to face Gage, and he was hit by a pitch, came around to score what we thought was a big insurance run last inning. Now Virtual Auditor able able to add on three more. Chatter, or Alvarado, that is, has scored twice here, two of Virtual Auditor's 12 runs. Right-handed batter, right-handed pitcher, Austin Ritter, Trying to get out of the sixth here. His next one swung on and missed. Took a little bit off that one. Evens it up at one and one. All right. Excuse me. Two and one now. Big game here at Zahn Park tonight as the sun continues to set. The 2-1 pitch is going to get back to the screen ball three. Down to second goes Huddleston. Virtual Auditor is really in a great position here now, up seven runs and a chance to kind of add to that here. Just taking taking control of this game once again, which Max had kind of taken away from them and got right back into this game, only down four runs. There's a ground ball towards the middle, and it's going to get through into center. Only advancing one base is Huddleston, so they'll be at the corners with a pair down here in the bottom of the sixth. Nice job by Sam Alvarado to get his first hit of the ball game. So pair on for Bryce Clark, who's really done it all with the with pitching starting. He's 
had a pair of hits as well, had an RBI. He's swinging first pitch, loops a foul ball down the third baseline, but it's going to drop in for a foul ball. Third baseman nearly got to that one. Made a good effort. I think that's still Mark Johnson. Full speed toward the fence, which is not would not be a pleasant meeting, if you will, if he crashes in the fence trying to make that grab and it's got to be know where you are. And, and uh, he obviously did and couldn't get there in time. Left-handed batter Clark digs in against the right-handed Ritter. Checks first and third runners, and he fires. Swing and a miss. Runner taken off towards second. Throw goes down. Here comes the runner from third and Huddleston. Here's the throw. Not in time. Just a little bit behind was the throw. The old try to get the catcher mm -hmm. throw down to second base of the runner at third, and the runner comes on home as soon as he lets it go, and he got in just ahead of the throw. So a fourth insurance run in the inning makes it 13-5 to here in the bottom of the sixth. Still two away, standing at second is Sam Alvarado, and I think that one might have hit him. Nope, Clark was able to get out of the way. The Sound ball gets like back it. to the fence, and going down to third is Alvarado. So Clark's got a 2-2 count at the plate. Ritter one strike away from getting his team up to bat for the last time. Swing and a miss, strike three. Big off-speed pitch gets Clark out for the first time at the plate. Okay, now, now is go time. Here we go. Final inning of this 13U championship game, as far as we know. We'll come back to wrap it up, wrap up the game, that is, after this. You're listening to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball on DWS. This is it for all the marbles of the 13 and under Champaign-Urbana. Kiwanis, Little League title. Virtual Auditor leading 13 to 5. Again, we believe this is the final inning. Good news for Max Twin City Recycling is they've got the top of their order due up. Gage Chatterantabut, David Hopper, Shannon Earhart. They've got the work cut out for them once again coming into like last inning, which didn't turn out to be the last inning. Coming into this one, they're trailing eight. They were able to plate four and had the momentum, just got chopped down by that would-be base stealer. So similar kind of lineup due up this inning. We'll see if Max can get it going once again and, and really make things interesting in this last half. Need a lot of base runners to, to get back into this game. and. It's going to be a, it's a tall task, a tall order. But give, giving up those four runs in the bottom of the sixth inning, they could have held them scoreless. We could have a really exciting here top of the seventh. But the work is really cut out for them now. First pitch, it looks like Isaac Huddleston still in there for a virtual auditor. He gets a called strike on the outside corner to Gage Chatterantabut, who comes in 0 for 1 on the game. He walked back in the third and was left stranded through an inning on the mound as well. He's going to foul that one off out of play to the right side, so he's quickly down 0-2. Max able to get their leadoff batter on two out of the last three innings, and in those two innings that they did, they were able to score runs, so big opportunity for Gage. He's going to watch that one go high for a ball, 1-2. and two. Gage looks rather hitterish the way he took that pitch. He, he looked like he saw that one all the way out of the hand, so Maybe he'll dig in, be ready to go here on the one and two. Huddleston still pitching in relief. 
pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. Big first out for Virtual Auditor as I get a, a quick number check. We do have a relief pitcher in. No, no we don't. That's still Isaac. That yep. is still Isaac. Yep. All right. One away, top of the seventh. Virtual Auditor two outs away from cl claiming the 13 and under championship of this league. And the first pitch is offered at as a bunt. And Hopper will send that one foul towards the first base dugout. So he'll go down 0-1. Hopper looking to get on base for the first time. Should have mentioned with Gage, he was um, homeschooled this past year, but, but we'll be back uh, in Urbana Middle School in the fall. And he's a Dodgers fan. Can imagine a, a lot of different oh. school decisions over uh, the past year. Yep, I experienced that at my own house. So be good to, to get back to the classroom, see, see the friends again once again in the fall. We're still enjoying summer baseball here, trying to crown a champion. 1-1 at the plate to David Hopper. Right-handed batter, next pitch to him, misses just a bit high for a ball, two and one. It's Hooper. And I have Hooper written down. I can't see. We get the names right, and it's I still miss dark. it. We don't have lights above us, really, per se. Hey, there's a liner towards the second baseman into right field for a base hit. Big one-out hit for Max. They're trying to get something going, trailing eight here in the final frame. Big hit for David Hooper, his first hit of the ball game. I just caught this earlier from Shannon Earhart on his bio sheet. Uh, interesting personal facts. He wrote, I'm nice. <laughs> I have no doubt, Shannon. I have no doubt they are 13 years old, about to attend the eighth grade. Nice guy, Shannon Earhart, takes one for a ball that gets back to the screen, so Hooper will make his way down to second. But we need to talk about your favorite baseball team, though. If you consider yourself nice, we got to change over to the team with the birds and the bat, and then I'll fully be on board with your niceness. Right. We're going <laughs> to keep things civil here. We've almost <laughs> made it to the end of the ball game. Michael Kaiser, one out here in the top of the seventh. The 1-0 is hit off the hands, foul back to the screen, 1-1. One and one. I thought you wanted to talk about my team's 2 to nothing lead right now. But that is not the case. All right. One and one at the plate to Earhart. He's going to foul that one out of play way over our head. Got a good piece of contact on that one. So it's one and two. Digs in from the right side, Huddleston's pitch. There's the chopper back up the middle towards the shortstop. He fields over, throws it, not in time. Here comes the runner home without a throw. David Hooper from second on the infield single. There's an RBI for Shannon Earhart. Max is trying to chip back away. 13-6 now our score. Once again, they're not going to go down without a fight. They're just, yep. As we've said multiple times here tonight, they're continuing to battle. They're con you know, having good at-bats here, trying to get on base, putting the pressure on the defense like, like David Hooper just did there, came flying around third base. He, well, the second he left second base, he was mm -hmm. going home. He had no doubt because it was a slow kind of chopper to – in, in the infield, and he knew that he had time to get around and score by the time they realized what he was doing. It would have been too late, and it was. 
Earhart takes off with the pitch. Swing and miss by Ian Weber. And Earhart will slide into second safely. So Max, another runner in scoring position with one out. Weber digs in again. The 0-1 from Huddleston. Huddlestad is grounded again to the shortstop. He bounces off of the glove. He's going to throw to third. The tag is in time. A little bobble by the shortstop, but it worked out as the runner tried to advance as Weber is going to move up to second, but the big out that matters, out number two, chops down Earhart at third base. Great heads-up defense. Weber heads up on the throw, but a run doesn't score. 13-6. to six. Max down to their final out here in the top of the seventh of this 13U championship game, the batter is Mark Johnson, who's done it all in, with the bat, with the glove. He pitched as well. He swings and misses at the first one. He goes down 0-1. He's reached via the walk his last two times up. Played it a run last inning when he was up to bat. The 0-1 pitch to him. Swung on and missed. 0-2. Mark Johnson and Max Twin City recycling down to their final strike. Virtual Auditor leading by seven as Max is going to take off for third. Ian Weber slides in there, so he stands 70 feet away from scoring the seventh run, but they're trailing by seven right now, so got to keep stringing them together. 0-2, Huddleston comes set. The pitch. So Bender misses high for a ball, 1-2. and two. Isaac Huddleston kind of showed up the umpire there, kind of just like, hey, Ooh. where was that Ooh. pitch at? He, he thought he thought he got the hook. It, it did have a late break to it, but it was just a little bit too late, so we'll try it again. All and two strikes. Home plate umpire talking to the catcher and having a laugh with it. It's not, <laughs> no big deal, no harm, no foul there, but Isaac Huddleston, he won that championship on that pitch. Love that as we're down to it, the Final strike, I thought, as that ball gets away back to the screen. Ian Weber will come in to score the seventh run. That'll make it 13-7 to here in the top of the seventh. Third run scored for Ian Weber. He's had a big game with the glove. Bringing in the runs for Max, but they trail by six. One, two from Huddleston. Swing and a miss, strike three. We're going to check. We are for sure, and we have a champion of the 13 and under CU Kiwanis Little League. And that would be virtual auditor by way of a 13-8 to victory here at Zahn Park tonight. They jumped out to a big lead. Got a little dicey in the middle, but they added some insurance runs late, and they're able to hold on. So they will be crowd champion of this unique league in this unique year that we've had. We're going to take a break. We're going to tally up all the numbers, get our final thoughts, and send you home. You've been listening to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball here on DWS. It's a final here at Zahn Park. Virtual Auditor, the red team for the 13 and under CU Kiwanis Little League is the champion. They take it over Max Twin City Recycling here tonight. Evan Kahn, Michael Kaiser, Dave Leak handling things back at the studio. Michael, it got off to a hot start for Virtual Auditor. Jumped out to a huge 8-0 lead. 
pitchers kind of sat in and they got in control. We got confused on how many innings they played and, and we thought it was a dramatic last inning to get Max back in it. And they decided, okay, we're going to play one more. Both teams added a little more to the drama, but in the end, Virtual Auditor's big first inning was just too much to overcome. Yeah, it was really the difference in the game. Is you know, again, they they lost by five runs. Did Max and you know they gave up eight runs in that first inning, and had not done that, they would have maybe have a chance to win this game tonight. Or if the the, the four runs they gave up in the top of the, the bottom of the six, excuse me, really put the game out of reach for them again after getting it to nine to five. They could have held them scoreless there. It would have been nine to eight, and who, I mean they still would have struck out in the game, but it would have been a lot more interesting there in the last few moments of this game. Uh, but really, Max with a terrific job to never quit, to never give up, to fight their way back into this game when you're down eight to nothing most of the night, then eight to one, and then a nine to one. Sometimes you feel like giving up, but Max did not come close to doing that tonight, so credit to them. Uh, virtual Auditor had their hands working, you know, their work cut out for them there late in the game because they really had to get some more runs and get some outs uh, to survive in this game, which is which I would term this was as they survived here tonight. <laughs> yeah, and Max had their hands full all game with the pitchers, both Bryce Clark, the starter, and the relief pitcher, Isaac Huddleston, split the duties. They were living around the zone. They were throwing a, a little off-speed pitches in there as well. We'll give Clark the win. We'll give Huddleston the save, although those things don't really matter just to to note some things um Bryce Clark ended up two for two for three at the bat he had an RBI and a run scored as well I believe yes uh, Nathan Piercy was two for four as well a lot of guys reached base for virtual auditor almost everybody I believe reached base for them batting 10 guys so good for them on max side tough going to start for ian weber mark johnson came in was really good in relief i i think that gage chatterantabut got thrust into a, a little bit of service that he wasn't prepared for we only saw him in inning he did well and, and then austin ritter closed things out then for the at, at bat for max shannon Earhart actually ended up three for four at the plate he's played at a run three for four for ian weber as well he had a couple of really good plays in the field and then same thing for Max as we look here I believe six of their nine batters reached base so as you said Max kept going the whole game as we got a, a big cheer from virtual auditor celebrating their championship down the third baseline uh, it uh, although the the score was a little lopsided at times it definitely felt like a competitive game throughout yeah it did and I think that both teams uh, defensive plays were really good at times both teams took a some aggressive uh, action on the base pass when they thought maybe the defense wasn't watching as closely as, as you normally would hope they would be and uh, so both teams were just uh, aggressive tonight and it was a lot of fun to watch the game and despite the lopsided score for most of the time but uh, there was still plenty of action from both sides and uh, both teams really kept it going throughout the night. All right, one last time, the final 13-8. to Virtual Auditor wins the 13 and under championship over Max Twin City Recycling here on News Talk 1400. WDWS Champaign-Urbana. That's it for the 13 and under division. They have crowned their champion, but we're not done. We've got even more baseball coming up next week. We've got two games on Monday, the semifinals. We'll see who will take place in the third place in championship games there. And then on Wednesday, those trophies will be handed out right back here at Zon Park. Right again, same time, 6 o'clock. Same cast of characters, Ali Adams, Michael Kaiser, Tim Dittman, and myself will all be on the scene for that next week. We want to thank our sponsors, First Federal Savings Bank. 
Pella Window Store and Champagne Jewelers for bringing us out to the ballpark. There will be a podcast of this at our station website, WDWS.com, for all to listen to, share to the friends, the family, who have you. Um, that's that's about all I got, Michael. We've got we've got some more games. We had a, a great two and a half hour game here tonight, and uh, I'm ready to keep doing this baseball thing as, as we keep summer going. Yeah, summer is well underway. It's good to be back uh, this year, and obviously didn't do any of this last season, so it feels good to be back and doing some more normal things on each and every uh, day that goes by. It just feels good to be back here out on the on the at the diamond. All right, that's going to do it from Zahn Park for Michael Kaiser, Dave Leak. I am Evan Kahn. We have more CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball coming up in the future right here on News Talk 1400 DWS. Thanks for listening to the DWS Little League Matchup of the Week on News Talk 1400 WDWS. Tonight's matchup was brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank of Champaign-Urbana. Get what you want out of life. The Pella Window Store, proudly supplying Pella windows and doors for more than 50 years to East Central Illinois. And by Champagne Jewelers. No one does diamonds like Champagne Jewelers. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, WDWS.com. Your home for the best in local sports coverage is News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana, a Champaign Multimedia Group station.